passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I guess we don't have... I'm right, he's in the middle, and he's wrong, slash left. <laughs> Great imaging. Thank you. Paid a lot for it. Um, uh, hello, everybody. Uh, it's me, Bubba. And now, Brian and I have talked about uh, doing a show, and it was loosely going to be called I'm Right, You're Wrong, Slash Left. Me representing uh, the right, and him representing the wrong, better known as the left. And then... <clears throat> And Brian, supposedly you called it. What do you mean called it? Like that you you told somebody that you thought that indeed I would bring Hatley in here, knowing that Hatley was going to be a stand-in on the on the Thursday show. Did you did you mention that you thought I would bring yeah, in Hatley because I'm not strong because I'm not intellectually strong enough to, <laughs> to, to debate you? No, I I think you like the idea of this show. I don't think you're going to like actually doing this show. So <laughs> that's why I think uh, this happened. Oh, so you're thinking that I can just throw a big piece of meat in the middle and let you two gnaw on it a little bit and just throw in a few Bubbaisms? God damn, have you been seeing my notes? I think this will be a great one-off. Um. <laughs> no, listen, I I... I think I could debate you because um, I am uh, – me and Hatley are really – we're not really right. We're more libertarian. But you can't say I'm libertarian and you're wrong slash left. You got to go with – you got to play the right card. <laughs> and Hatley's cool with the right except for just two little things. So he's representing the right a little bit today, even though he calls himself a libertarian. Yeah. We're in the goddamn show business at the end of the day. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I mean, social issues, I'm definitely uh, with the left, but there's a – they're, they 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 they've gotten nuts, man. Yeah, I well, and this I, guy right here's I, actually, nuts. I'm this left, and nuts. I I agree with that to a certain degree. Some of it's insanity, some of it's manufactured insanity. They're creating issues and making issues out of things that aren't All right, actually. So let me ask issues. you a question: What's manufactured right now that we might be believing that might be a bunch of bullshit? Um, Democrats want to abort live-born babies after they come out of the womb. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, I'm not that, hear, nobody's that's hearing that, that story. That, that's, they, they just had uh, congressional hearings. Josh Hawley and and another uh, a senator or representative were were questioning um, scientists and and abortion rights advocates on Capitol Hill yesterday, jo- saying you support infant infanticide and. And it's it's an absurd position to take. It is. It is. It when it's cynical in this in this way. Josh Hall, he is a like Harvard educated man. Yeah, what Brent's he, saying. He, What's he Brent su- saying? Josh Hawley is super smart and he knows better. And what he's doing is he's trying to get religious people in this country worked up. Yeah. Because that's that that he they he's part of this wants it to be a theocracy. That's part of the problem that I have with the right is their theocratic bent that they're on right now. Which has taken over the party. I mean, let's be honest. The evangelicals are running the show. And so here's the deal. And Catholics. Let's not let them And and Catholics. And and so that's like, that's what sucks in the fact that I kind of, I lean right, 
but I'm real mad about a couple things because they're trying to, like, shove religion and some of this shit down my throat. And I'm thinking, as the most uneducated political guy in this room, I'm thinking, listen, you stupid-ass Republicans. You finally got the Democrats kind of on the fucking— re- like On the you, ropes. You got them on the ropes. You do. You got them on the ropes. They look like a bunch of fucking horses' ass right now. They're going to get their asses slaughtered in the midterms. They got weakened at Bernie's in the White House. And, and, I mean- so hold on. You, you're going to get— sl- <laughs> And so just fucking feather the gas— don't shove a bunch of stupid shit down our throat. Right. The highly polarizing shit like Roe v. Wade, all this kind of stuff. And it's like they're being bullies now and they're going and they're sucking, you know, the evangelical dick, which is making the average guy, the average right, right down the middle guy mad. Well, I'm telling Real you, fucking and, mad. and that, that well, you just said it, that is their huge political mistake. They could walk away with the midterms and the next presidential because election. Because a guy like me, Brian, I don't give a fuck about like some of the shit that they're really caring about. Like, like they could walk away with this because of their stances on taxes. And you could take a guy like Ron DeSantis. Florida has got a $21 billion surplus plus right now that is an economic record that you could run on in a general election if you don't bring up all of this stupid shit the other thing that they, they that a problem i have with the right is they they want to say porn is a public health crisis really like the number oh, one you might por- want to put me in prison but the number one porn states are like mississippi and alabama that watch the most porn and you know what they're watching is interracial porn that's like number one milf and interracial and and which is so funny because there are two of the more racist states in in the union and yet so interracial and milf porn, that shows you how fucking fake people really that, are that, that's exactly I, right and, and that's what i'm saying and from living in the northeast let me tell you something this is my anecdotal opinion i know this is anecdotal evidence but the people in the Northeast, to me, were way more racist than the people down here in the South. It is way more segregated up there into neighborhoods by race. And there's not a lot of people that hang out in groups together like they do down here. I, I would race. say it's more overt in the South and it's it's more closeted in the North. They've they've like you said, they've they've taken their racial um uh, separation and they've they've made it work in a way that's effective in the south the the racism is much more overt it is much more but even though i'm just telling you though like when you go to a place like new york city it is divided into neighborhoods by race it, right it, it, and it's in in it and it's not good because they have a big disparity in the school in the public school right. system there because of that yeah and some of these schools in these in these white neighborhoods in New York City these white liberals in New York City get very upset when a person of color gets a spot in one of these highly coveted schools in New York City it's insane and I was like and 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 up there the other thing that I don't see down here is there is some anti-semitism up there in New York and and well, that's the, it that, that is should insane be. the liberals up there get very anti-semitic Really? Oh my god. I never knew that you could put that on the on them. I never knew they were anti-Semitic. Oh boy. Yeah. Go to some <clears throat> neighborhoods in Brooklyn and uh in 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 and listen to what they have to say and there's some places in New Jersey too where that are very very blue and very very liberal and they will give you an earful about Jewish people. I it, it's 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 crazy. So, so, so I don't like everything being being pinned on the South because I've seen some weird stuff up there in the North. So anyway, Brian, I think this show is going to do well, and I think that you know having Brent in here makes it a better show than having my. Stu- I think I can be in here and kind of be you know whatever, 
throw 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 some shit against the wall and watch you guys two really jump on it. But I'm not nearly as well read as Brent. I think I can throw some of my stupid you know slant on politics in here. But you two. Really, I, if I can coordinate to bring you to it, that's no, that's I'm where the fu- fucking meat on the bone is. I'm fine with it. And, and you're, it's not, you're it's, a good it's not such an, it's not such an easy W for you with Atley. With me, it's all, you know, it's like the Browns playing fucking you know the Packers. Well, the problem with you is I lose when I win, right? Because then you'll just stop the show, or I'm not allowed back on the big show, and well, you'll mean, take it ba- out on me. I am very bully-like when it comes to getting my way. <laughs> uh, but like you know, I'm right, you're wrong slash blue. It's kind of was oh. You even wore your blue shirt. That's how stupid I am. I'm just now figuring it out. I, I, I should have wore know. a red one now, shouldn't I? I know how to work, kid. You do. <laughs> Sometimes, you know what? You just out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I am man enough to say that you outworked me just now. I tried to get I've been in this business 35 years. And I just got worked out by a schmarmy toothy son of a bitch. I, I tried to run right in here on a donkey, but I couldn't find one around <laughs> anywhere. I, the goats were the closest thing I had. Yeah. But, and, and then here's the problem. And here's I should have been wearing a red shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Brit should have been wearing what? A pri- gold, a, gold. A swinger shirt with Liber- an upside down li- pi- pineapple. Yeah, libertarians are gold. Yeah. Um, and the problem I have with Biden, this is what a phony Biden is. You ready for this? So when Biden gets elected, he runs, oh, yeah, yeah we're going to be cool about marijuana. I thought so, you liked Biden. I do not. I have never liked Joe Biden. You hated and, Donald Trump, though, too. Yeah. That, I can hold both of those thoughts <laughs> See, in my head now, at the now, same now, time. Brian, I, this, I've this never is, been a Biden fan. Now, I, hold on, though. But this is a little bit of an interesting dichotomy in the fact that Brent hates Biden, but he also publicly, even when he was on the Howard show, hated Trump. Yes. You can, I mean, the fact that those are the two choices that we had, it, it speaks to, we are a failed experiment in a in a Republican and in a democracy. When those are the, the, the it's, it's a fake choice, right? There is no real choice. Those are the two choices that we're presented with because of our corrupt, disgusting system. You've got one guy that's a megalomaniac trust fund baby that's never worked a day in his life and had his whole life handed to him. And you've got another guy that's been in government for over... Oh, 45, 50 years and, and seen, on and, every side of every issue at some point or you're, another. You're talking about the guy that authored the 94 crime bill, which was about one of the worst thing that's happened to African-Americans in, in the last 30 years. And you the have the guy it, who authored the uh, bankruptcy reform laws it, he, in this country it, that made it almost impossible for middle class Americans to, to dig themselves out of bankruptcy. The name of the show is Biden <laughs> fucking sucks. Welcome to <laughs> no, Biden sucks. We'll we, give you the stats. We, it, we can do a, a Trump <laughs> sucks version yeah. of That's next week or two weeks from now. um, (laughs) Trump sucks. And he and and, uh, the other thing Biden did was he ramped up the war on drugs. And when they ramped up the war on drugs, what they did at a rate of six to one is they went into African-American neighborhoods versus white neighborhoods. And then Biden's going to come through, and when he's running and he needs South Carolina in the primary, he's going to act like he's been the champion of black people. Give me a break. He is he has been terrible since he was in the Senate. Look at how he treated Anita Hill. People are mad at Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas is on the Supreme Court because Biden was a dick to a woman that was sexually harassed at the Department of Justice by her boss. And Biden was a dick to her in those... He was Brian's the, got a boner right now. He was the head of the Senate Judiciary. So this I is going away different than you thought, Brian. I don't, want, I don't want anybody on the left telling me how great Biden is, and now he wants to ban menthol cigarettes because kids might smoke them, and he wants to ban vaping, which is the number one way to get people to stop smoking. This guy 
franchise bought and paid for by the the, the tobacco companies well, I, too. I will say this: uh, the the whole jewel the vaping says, thing. I'm right, you're wrong. Slash left uh, with a bubba kicker. Go ahead. The the whole jewel vaping thing. They've jewel has had time to get into FDA compliance. They have chosen not to follow the 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 requirements that the FDA put out for them to continue to sell their product. That's on Juul. Now they did ultimately reinstate their ability to sell, uh, but but they're not like trying to completely eliminate vaping. I think there is a concern of vaping amongst teens, uh, and 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 it should be. Well, more he, difficult well, I mean, for them smoking to and anything, anything right. a teen like uh, you know, smoking. Cigarette smoking is way worse. I mean, well, no, <laughs> but hold on, worse. anything a teen does needs to be highly regulated. Of, I mean, you of, know, and and he really, you shouldn't be able to smoke what you want, anything you want, until you're 18. Of period. Course, Whether of it's course. a vape pen, a cigarette, a, ma- a black and mild, or a fucking you know joint, it doesn't matter. Of course, you got to wait till you're 18. Of course, but restricting what adult adults can do. Because of what about the children? Well, Bubba and I, we've been victims of that one before. No, I about that, <clears throat> that about that argument. And the, the, on the other side, the FDA, fuck the FDA. You know how corrupt they are. That is a revolving door between big pharma and government. They're all corrupt, though. So well, no, we I got mean, our first it's, phone. It's the system we have. Uh, we, hello, you know. welcome to I'm right and you're wrong slash Rhett with a Hatley uh, kicker. Go ahead. Hey, what's up? It's hot, Carl. I'm just going to lay this here and let you guys hash it out. But I uh, saw a very hypocritical video of Joe Biden when he was in Senate um, holding up like a quarter. And he says, you see this right here? This size of, of a, a crack rock of cocaine. I don't care who you are or where you are. This is going to land you five years in prison, blah, blah, blah. And he was hardcore against it, right? Then you got his son. Post Video comes out sitting there with about four quarters worth on, on a freaking scale. All right, buddy, so, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Hatley and, uh, and Brian will get on that. Have they validated the Hunter, the Hunter Biden video? Like, like has that been I, validated? I, it looks real it to looks me. It looks real to me. He, it, so the, if the president's son's a crackhead, what does that mean? Well, I see, mean, but see, it's, it's the point that the caller made. I really, you know, as a libertarian and a libertine, I think you should be able to do crack and hookers all you want. <laughs> I really Me do. Too. I got I'm, no I'm pro- I got that. no problem with that. And Hunter Biden doesn't work for the administration. Right. I, I have he no didn't problem get him with that. top secret but, security clearance. But right. here, here's the problem I have with it. Joe Biden is the one that ramped up the war on drugs. He's the one that ramped up penalties for people for cocaine. Sometimes it's a life sentence for possessing cocaine at the federal level. That came from Joe Biden. That's the problem I have with it. Because now it's his son, it's no big deal. But when it's a black, poor black person in Dallas that does the rest of their life in prison for having uh, crack cocaine on them, which, by the way, was introduced by the CIA in Los Angeles in the early 80s, but nonetheless, but nonetheless, that, when it's that person. Do you person, believe that too, Brian? I mean, I do. I, that's I, an actual I fact. Mean, it's, it, the, the war on drugs has been a, a war against minorities and a war to increase police funding and police activity in the United States. And support the prison and, industrial and complex. The, yeah, the, which, is, which is one of the biggest problems facing America. You know, a lot of these prisons, the, these contracts they sign, yep. they get paid for 90% occupancy, 95% no, matter, occupancy. no matter what. Even if the prison, so there's so the prison can be like sixty two percent, but they get a ninety five kicker. Well, first because of all, the of, prison will never be sixty two percent. I'm saying, we, yeah, but but yeah, they've they've got these these cush contracts. There shouldn't be no private prisons none. in the United States. There, Zero, none, and in the prison slave labor too. Do you know why tilapia became such a popular fish in America? 
because the Colorado Department of Corrections started farming tilapia and selling it wholesale to companies like Whole Foods and things like that. They undercut the entire white because fish their market for free. because yes. they're paying 40 cents an hour to prisoners to farm it under the guise of they're learning an important job skill. Under so the what, guise they can of get you don't have out to be of prison and become gu- a fucking tilapia farmer? No, but under the guise, you, well, you know what? The other, uh, you don't have to be in your cell, so those, these poor guys will work for this. But what else fucking is they're going to do, it's right? It's totally corrupt. The prison industrial complex right. is, and, and I agree with you, Biden's hypocrisy on the drug issue, if you it's find a, me a politician, I'll find you a fucking hypocrite. And I'll give you another one. Biden, once he got into office, they had, a, they you know, they hire their whole staff, and they hire a whole bunch of young people have to put in a lot of hours at the White House. That's how every White House works, but a whole lot of young people got hired, and they have this whole questionnaire they had to fill out, and they said, listen, if you're honest with us about your marijuana use, it's going to be no problem. Anybody that said that they use marijuana got fired when they told them that they weren't going to. And get this. Here's the kicker. These people, they got fired for using marijuana. They did it in states where it was legal and they got fired. So Biden. So they would have these they would have like all these interns and potential people working for the White House, you know, shipped in from, you know, these very smart people, these very good kids that worked on the campaign and earned a spot at the White House. And so then, you know, coming from all different from Indiana to Florida to California to EPO. And then they get there, tell them they're trying to pair them on down as to who goes where. And just be honest on your questionnaire. And if you said that you did weed, boom, you're out of here. You're fired. Even if you did it in a state that was legal. No, but but historically, haven't the Democrats been a little easier on weed than the Republicans? In their words, not their actions. And well, here, it, and it, at the state and local level, it, yes. It, and here's at the, the state and local level, yes. Federally, no. But at the state and local level, Democrats and Democratic cities have been far less punitive to marijuana users than conservative uh, folk, conservative yeah, leaders. Yes, yes. That's true. So when, but at the national when, level, though, the Democrats say a lot of stuff and they never do so shit. When, so when does it finally get off the, you know, the DEA scheduled whatever? Like when you know, does. You, you know who could do that right now? Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. You don't Joe, even need Congress. Donald for, Trump could have done it. Obama could have done it. Now, now let, me done it. let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. They're all hypocrites. Let me ask you a question. Could Joe Biden right now here, like my article. 18% of Americans say Biden should run, uh, should, I'm sorry, just 18% of Americans say that Biden should run for re-election in 2024, which is an all-new low. 24% of Democrats. All right, so now hold on. Could could he get an uptick if he would legal? Could he? Could yes. he? I think he would. He oh, could. I mean, you know what's oh, funny Elizabeth, about that poll? Hold on, hold on really okay. quick. Elizabeth Warren and a bunch of congressmen just wrote Biden a letter, and it's public, and said, would you please legalize marijuana? Because they know, they know that that, that politically, it's polling at 80%. Yeah, it, so it, they know that that would give them a boost, and they could say, we're for freedom, and Roe v. Wade, they're not. But here's the thing, too, which is hypocritical on their part, is every single one of those people that wrote him a letter could introduce a single-issue bill in, in, in yeah. legislature and, and, and take it off the books as being illegal. So they're all fucking hypocrites. Don't fall for the letters and the, oh, public cries. You fucking take it up. Do it. You're, you have the so power to do Elizabeth it. you're saying Elizabeth Warren doesn't need all this bullshit? No. She needs to come she up with a single she, bill. She, she can, she can, she sponsored single by issue. Elizabeth Warren. So, Elizabeth so, motherfucking Warren bill. She, she write the bill. Single right. issue bills 
are are the most devastating thing you can do to uh, to the other side. It, but yes. neither side uses them because they don't want to. Because what what they end up doing big work. is they put poison pills and all these things that they know the other side's never going to go for into a bill. Something that polls at eighty percent popularity, like single issue, the gun reform bill that they just passed, which was very rudimentary, very basic. But that reform bill passed because it didn't have the poison pills in it that they normally it stick was in the bills. And it they, was straightforward. Strictly about the gun shit. It had bipartisan report uh, support for the most part you know they're staunch you know no you can't make any restriction on on arms re, you know republicans voted against it but the moderates and and the ones that aren't super far right on that issue voted for it so does, if elizabeth warren wanted marijuana to be legalized in the in the federal government she could just draft a law saying it's no longer uh, an illegal but by, and, and but she, by and, the same token though biden could take thc delta 9 marijuana and psilocybin off of schedule one right now because schedule one as the president as yeah. the president that's an executive order the, yeah, no surreal yes, for real. that is because it is a now, dea regulation the now, president with an executive order could do that today. so brian don't you think that He's got hand and like you know they, he doesn't like drugs. No, but what I'm saying though, Brian, is, <laughs> he's is a pro life Catholic. Yeah, is that going to be more of a shitstorm for him, having him been so anti drug back in the day? If you know that might be the only thing that would be the only thing that would make me happy that he had done so far. If he did that, I mean, think about how many people he that would really be a probably a pretty good thing for him. He could probably gain ten percent approval because of that. Could he not? Um, I don't know that it would be that big of a jump, but it would help. It would help the Democrats in the midterms, which is why Elizabeth Warren's pushing for it right now and because they need something at this point to overcome the disastrous economic conditions. Right, and 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 it would give them a narrative too to say. They want to take your right to choose over your body away, right. and we are giving you a freedom. Yeah, right. that it, is it, a narrative. It continues that anti-freedom that the Republicans are anti-freedom, anti-choice. And we're uptight and a whole nine yards. They're yeah. taking things away from you, and we're cool and free. So let's get high. The, yeah. the flip side That's of what that. They should do. The yeah. flip side of that is you activate the evangelicals, the, the pearl clutchers. You already have with the fucking Roe v. Wade. Well, Roe v. Wade doesn't see. That's the problem. The Republicans did not want the Supreme. The Republican machine, the party machine, not individual Republicans, did not want Roe v. Wade to be overturned. DeSantis is not happy about it, it privately. Is, is what I'm hearing. DeSantis is freaked out about hey, listen, it. It's, I, I it's can't, a hold fundraising on. boondoggle for them, the abortion issue. When you take it off the table, it makes it so much harder I, for them to play on emotions. Can I tell you how Tom Bean explained this to me? And and sometimes Tom Bean, Tom Bean speaks better, Bubba. Maybe Hatley speaks good, Bubba, too. But sometimes you got to break stuff down for me, right? You know, and the way I interpret things is the way I knew it. I immediately knee-jerked, Brian, when I heard the Roe v. Wade deal. I immediately, you know, thought, oh, fuck, the Supreme Court is making it illegal uh, to get abortions. You know, and then I, the Diacos talked to me and like, oh, not really. They're not really, they're not really voting on abortion as an act. They're just saying that it needs to go to the state level. Uh, and it's not, you know, a constitutional amendment, so to speak, or you're right. They're just putting it on the state level. Then Tom Bean said this to me after I, you know, got both sides of the fence. He's like, really? It's the Supreme Court being a bunch of dicks. Yep. And I go, what? And he goes, this doesn't have anything to do with the Supreme Court is trying to put their dicks on the table and be a little more fucking important than they really are. 
Because they don't have to do this. They didn't have to stir this shit up. No, That's, they could have taken the what I thought they were going to do, which is to is say Tom that right? the Oklahoma right? law it, yes. was was allowable. They, they shocked everybody by going as far to the right on this issue as they did. Right, and Tom was like, this is them just... And, he, and then Tom Bean told me, the Republicans didn't want this. They didn't. The GOP did not want this. Nope. This is the Supreme Court going rogue trying to be the fucking coolest guy in the room. This gave the is Democrats... That, is that true? Kind of like when the, you break it down like that, is it true? That is yes, true. This gave the Democrats hope, hope in the midterms. They should get, by all accounts, yeah. they should get absolutely slaughtered. They should lose like four I said, or five Like I said, they were Senate on seats. the verge of getting slaughtered until some, all this shit started coming it out. It gives them hope. I still don't think it's going to be great for them in the midterms as long as the Republicans can stay out of their own way. Uh, but but it gives them hope in the midterms. This this issue alone, this single issue, gives them an ability to, f- to fundraise and to activate uh, uh, support that otherwise would have been tepid and staying at home. They're not voting right. because they love the president. People that might have stayed at home are so adamant and so pissed off about this stuff, yep. it gets people out nonetheless. Yep. It's, right? It's, it's a motivator for them for sure. It's one of those issues that is going to cause people to, to vote. It is absolutely going to do that. And, 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 and again, nobody has broke it down like no, Tom Bean no. said. Nobody has said this Roe v. Wade deal was the Supreme Court being a bunch of dicks. And, and Pence gave the whole thing away when everybody keeps saying, that, oh, we're sending it back to the states. I'm telling you right now, if the Republicans take over the House and the Senate, there will be a federal ban introduced. I'm telling you there will be. But isn't that just fuck? I mean, don't that's they, they understand? That's what they did with gay but marriage. They, I mean, they, won't but, get, but, they, won't get 60, they won't get 60 seats in the Senate to overcome the filibuster on the issue. So they would then have to, to right, destroy what about, the what filibuster. About, what about gay marriage? I don't think they can absolutely fucking even think about touching that, can they're, they? They're going to they're try. I mean, they when, when you start, oh, when you so, so there's a lineage of cases, right? There's a lineage of cases. Griswold's By the way, the this is the one. first episode of I'm Right, You're Wrong, but maybe the yeah. wrong's pretty cool than I thought. what Brian's about to say, Brian's about to say is right, and if you read Justice Thomas's uh, um, concurring yes. opinion, he lays out what Brian's exactly about to say. Right. So Griswold versus Connecticut, and and then this, that's birth control. That's the birth control. Oh, I thought it was Clark have, Griswold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. And then you've got you've got the the pornography case, right to privacy, and then you got the gay marriage case, and you've got so this lineage of cases was notice all, he didn't mention loving in in, in that right right, of which cases. is interracial marriage, <laughs> uh, which is his marriage, but they're all they were all tied to the right to privacy that and and the right to to privacy and liberty that exist existed and in equal Rome. protection under the and law equal protection. When you remove that and you start to peel that away, then the fear is that, okay, now they're going to take up a case on gay marriage. They say that's a state's rights issue, right? Well, it... But there was a Defense of Marriage Act before right. it was struck down. There was a federal ban yeah. on gay marriage. Yes, there, yeah, DOMA was, was around and, and absolutely. So it's, it's one of those issues that it, people don't realize how explosive this can be to our entire country. We can become a, a, a very easy, a Christian theocracy again. Uh, what? Uh, yes, and he's right. And I'm going to tell you, this is the, the, from somebody who's lived in a the worst theocracy on earth. And you guys are agreeing on a lot of for, shit around for, here. For, 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 Brent and I aren't far apart <laughs> no, you're uh, really socially. Because uh, you've focused only on social issues. If we start you, talking about economic issues, we may have a, a little it, bit of yeah, a difference of a opinion. Big, a big difference, and you'll probably get a big difference on guns, too. I, but... On this issue, I've lived in a theocracy. I've lived in Saudi Arabia. It is the worst theocracy in this entire world. Is that true, Brian? One of them? 
I mean, it's uh, I mean, Afghanistan I was pretty terrible when they were, you know, but it, it's the up Wahhabi there. sect of Islam yeah. is the most extreme sect yeah, of Islam, and that's who runs Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's right, it's pretty awful. On, so I'm just fact check. So okay. here's the thing that everybody needs to know about theocrats. They are never happy. Look at the pictures of the Saudis. They look like happy people to you. They are never happy. They have Theoc- sand in their vaginas. Theocrats go one step further, one step further, one step further, and they never, ever stop. Yep. They, they overreach every but, time. But And they never stop. If you look at the history of the world with theocrats, that is exactly what they do. And that is, Justice Thomas laid it out in, in words that that's exactly what they want to do. They're going to go after birth control. They're going to go after gay marriage. They're going to go after. They're going to go after porn. You can one hundred percent count on that. They are. But don't they realize, Brent? As they go after all this shit, you're talking about the right, the extreme right. After, after, after the they religious go, right, yeah, the religion. Yeah. But you know, which is kind of what the right is right now. And but if you say they're going to go after that, how about the tens of millions of guys like me and Shannon Burke and Blitz and you know, like that don't that are you know that are considered themselves right, but. I don't agree with any of that shit. I don't like. I don't like any of that shit, and I'm not going to go for it. What happens to me? So here's. So here's. Here ends up being the problem is you've got the people on the you got the people on the left who are worried about pronouns and they're worried about saying men can be pregnant and they're worried about all this shit that the average guy is like. What are you even talking about? When they should be explaining what Brian and I are sitting here explaining, they're not explaining any of that. They're worried about these fringe far left weird issues. That have nothing to do with anything, and it makes the average person go, well, these people are crazy, so I'm not going to be on the crazy team. The reality is that those are the fundraising issues, though. What Brent and I are talking about would be that they, 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 it would sell uh, to the average person, but you want that visceral, angry response, then you've got somebody woke. Those are the people who write your checks, right? Those are the people that those are the people that put on a pink hat and go out in the streets and scream and cry. Right. That those are the people that give you your sound bites. Yes. Those are the people that give you your video clips that you get to play over and over again. And and both sides need those people. Just like the the left needs the oath keepers and and yep. and the lunatic mili- militias on the right even though they are a an absolute fringe group. And and because this is a because it's a big work. This is a this is faker than pro wrestling. It is a huge work, and they need money. And that's why the GOP. He's absolutely right. The Republican Party itself did not want Roe overturned nope. because they need to make Democrats heels and say that we need to get this and, overturned. And, and, and the way and they're the doing it now is with the the bullshit. Bullshit of the infanticide that Democrats want to kill a baby after it's born. They want to no. murder your babies. That's I mean, this is what they're having to resort to now. This terp, this inflammatory bullshit, which hopefully and I, and everybody I can see through. And, and I don't know what's more pathetic right now. I, this just comes from, a, you know, I'm not nearly into this like you guys are, but I don't know what's more pathetic. What's going on currently with the administration or what the Republicans are doing uh, to to gear up for their next run at so, it. Like, so I don't know what's more fucking pathetic like, because like <laughs> I mean I'm hard. I mean I'm I'm gonna I usually vote right, and I'm fucking disgusted at the bullshit they're pulling. So right now. to me, what the, the the Democrats right now and, and what's going on is sad, but it doesn't have the generational impact of what the Republicans are doing with the, using the Supreme Court and what they're trying to push through. To make us a religious theocracy. Again. So, so that is a good point. But I want you to take a look at the left from this this perspective. Human interaction and human touch is part of human development and part of your mental development and all this stuff. 
The Democrats in a lot of blue states and a lot of blue cities, locked, because of coronavirus, locked people down. And that has caused more mental health issues. And that's going to be generational. They're going to pass that down to their kids and everything else with, with specifically teenagers and, and young kids a little younger than that. Those lockdowns and that fear mongering for two years that the left was it was almost like a don't reli- you find, it was almost like a religious thing. I know, but don't you find it odd now just when the left comes up with some kooky corona shit, you know, and f- does all that shit, then the right, rather than just to feather the gas, let's just feather the gas because the left looks like a bunch of fucking kook jobs. Nope. We're gonna go in here and overturn or at least make this Roe v. Wade thing an absolute fucking shit storm. It's not what the party wanted. And you got guys like me and other dudes that are fucking just regular dudes that are pissed off to the point where I don't even know if I can, like, I don't know who the fuck, I don't even know. I, I like DeSantis, but I feel as if DeSantis is just trying to, you know, like, here's tread what, water and trying to stay out of the real DeSantis, hot shit. I'm, to, I'm torn on DeSantis, and here's here's why I'm torn. Because, one, I, I really, as a libertarian, respect the fuck out of the guy for he had everybody, Republicans and Democrats, but really heavy pressure on the left to shut the state down. And he stood up to them and kept our state open. And a lot of my friends kept their jobs that they would have lost had we been shut down. And they're like, listen, I usually vote for Democrats, but you know what? I got to feed my kid. And that, 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 that comes first. So keeping the state open and keeping our economy open, Florida has one of the best economies in the country. We have a $21 billion surplus. DeSantis has that to run on. It's the his wife is a Nancy Reagan type into the drug war, and he is he's celebrating this Roe v. Wade stuff. And then he just passed this law about surveying professors and and students about their political beliefs with the state like that kind of stuff bothers me. But on the economic side and the gun rights side, I like him. So I'm torn on a guy like this. He was good on the environmental side when he started and he was good for teachers. The problem is he has bought into and he has been forced. And this is the biggest He's problem with Donald Trump and what Trumpian politics has done to America is he has been forced to take radical, ridiculous positions, his war on Disney, his war on woke, all of this stuff that he do- that he should be above that fray as a governor of a state. You should be above the 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 scuttle the internet scuttlebutt bullshit. And he didn't even need to be involved in he it. That's the need, thing. He's injecting himself into right. these, he doesn't these even need he doesn't issues. even need to because he is he, like it would, look at his vaccine distribution. Okay, if you just take the politics out of it. So having having Walgreens and CVS as a testing zone, and then starting off with distribution at Publix, CVS had to had to go down to the Everglades to find a place where you couldn't get to a Publix, but it was still only an hour bus ride if you had to do that. But everybody, there was a Publix. His vaccine distribution, well, shot distribution is not really a vaccine, nonetheless. His distribution of that was great, and they had to edit his answer on 60 Minutes to make him look bad because he actually did a competent job with that. He did a competent job with keeping our economy going. But now he goes after Disney, it, and, yeah, then, and then he then he goes after this woke shit. And then, why even get involved in that? Oh, it's like oh, you, oh, it's the, like, the transgendered <laughs> sports issue. I mean, it's it's this is why they get involved in it, though, Bubba. It, it, these it, are because the their party tells them to, ra- don't they? No, these are the issues that raises the money this is the these are the issues that get you social interaction social media has destroyed our country oh it, it has it is the worst the, it's it, worse than I, you even ever imagined it's it's you 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 think it's what you runs think our you country know how no. bad it is no, and it don't. is so much worse it's, like, it's kind of like my hogan sex tape you really don't know how bad it is and it's it's it's, <laughs> the, it's the algorithm that they that, that, that's been created and what they found out they used they used this this psychologist named bf skinner they used his 
uh, his psychology, and they taught it to these tech fucking nerds in, in, in Silicon Valley. And what they did was they took this algorithm, and the algorithm is designed to do one thing, to keep you on the screen. And what the algorithm figured out is the more negative and the more extreme, the more it keeps you on the string, uh, on the screen. So they brought this data to Zuckerberg. They brought it to him and said, this is what it's doing to people. It's making people more angry, but it's keeping them on the screen. And Zuckerberg said, don't ever fucking bring me anything like that again. Our job is to make the most money for Facebook that we can possibly make. They found that YouTube, say you went to YouTube and you watched a, a documentary, a legitimate documentary about the Holocaust. Five videos later, you're on to neo-Nazi stuff because it pushes you to more. The algorithm pushes we you all, to we more. We all get in these, into these but, vortexes. But if you're right. a true libertarian, you should support Facebook's right to do that because they, they are simply in the marketplace. They are not doing anything illegal. They're not doing anything that— it, I know, that, Brian, but hold on. They do have oh, the right— I got, they, Look, they, I am against—I'm no, against on. what they're doing. Hold I'm on. just saying I'm as a libertarian. Listen, as a libertarian, they should be allowed to do it, but they should not have a 230 exemption. They should have to deal with liability in civil courts. But as a libertarian, 230 shouldn't even exist. Uh, that's what I'm saying. 230 <laughs> no, no, but shouldn't I'm saying, exist. But I'm saying the, 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 you know, the, the, the marketplace of ideas should just be free to go, right? No, yeah, no, but, but that's, not, that's not what libertarians but, think. But hold on, Brian. I, I don't have a problem with them being a business, being able to do what, the, what they want. But, but when they single-handedly don't let a certain party or a certain political person have the same stage that another guy has. Oh, that's 100% their right as a, as a corporation. I, I know. And, and, 100%. I, I, I know it but is. But they have a 230 exemption. So since they have a 230 exemption, now there's a government interest in it. So, so Brent, you, you and Brian probably need to describe what a 230 interest is because so, a guy driving a combine in Indiana like me doesn't know right now. So if, so if, if I get on Facebook and I say all kind of libelous, slanderous things about you, you cannot sue Facebook for that being yeah. up there. Essentially, they're immune, they are immune. From, the, from the actions and words of their users. Okay. But, but they edit... In, in, in the, like you said, Bubba, they edit and they decide who can be on there and what can be on there. So once you do that, in my mind, you're a publisher. And once you're a publisher, you do not deserve a 230 exemption. Well, I don't think you can have both. I don't think you can exactly. have a 230 exemption and pick and choose who's there. That's what they've got right now. I mean, Brian, does that make sense? Where no, if you're going to have a 230 exemption, then you can't pick and choose who you you, you got to let everybody in. He's correct. The issue for them, and, and this gets into the size of the platform, right, is that it becomes almost impossible at some point to properly monitor from from a 230 liability perspective it becomes almost impossible for them to actually monitor all of the the actions that are going on no your your, on, your party's going to bring in a misinformation bitch and, so, uh, and, and she's going to do tiktok videos. so so here's so here's how you remedy that situation the same way that i i i absolutely believe in having your car registration and a driver's license I can't be one-eyed Pete on my driver's license. I can't have. I can't even buy a, my computer. The IP and the serial number of the computer are registered to you when you buy it at Best Buy. The way that you do it is you have people. Yeah, you can say whatever you want, but guess what? You need to be Brian Matroni. You, you need, need to be. be you need Brent to register. Alley, you need to take onus. Verified and have your name on there, and you can't sign up for fifty sock puppet accounts. And corporations can't. And here's what goes on too: corporations take bots, and a lot of times when you're arguing with somebody online, you're arguing with an actual bot oh, because 100%. the because the more and the bot's job is to keep you on the screen. So that's why the, the they'll never concede a point. They argue like a bot. They just want you to comment more because the more you comment the more it pushes the algorithm that's how it works and the more they keep you on the screen the more money they make anytime something is for free like facebook or youtube or any of this stuff twitter you're the product your yeah. attention is the product and your money 
It, 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 and keeping money, you on that screen screams. and throwing some ads up here and yep. there. See, it's so as, funny. The only thing that people get mad about is the fact that they direct market to you. Like, oh, I search for this, and all of a sudden I'm seeing car ads. Yeah, they're listening that is, to me. That is the least <laughs> nefarious thing that they're oh, doing, that's, and that's on. the that only be, thing that, that people get on, mad about. That might be the most honest thing yes, that they're doing. Yeah, it, it's actually they're the honestly, most helpful thing that they're, they're doing. They're yes. actually yeah. selling an ad. You know, they're giving an exposure to a local geo, geo-targeted, you know, business about something that you potentially are interested in that's good business that 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 is that he's right that is the actual helpful thing they're doing what they're doing but that's what we get mad about people get mad about that's what people get mad about what you should be mad about what they should be mad about is it's giving teenagers and young people a dopamine spike for the more inhumane that they can be and the more of these they get the the, more of these they get everything this and this drives their entire existence the reward system the likes the upvotes on reddit stuff like that it's designed that way by these tech nerds that i talked to talk to you before there was this guy who was a mormon professor that taught them bf skinner and it's the reward system that keeps you on let me let me i cannot believe you said that let me just tell both of you a little bit of a story and how they got me they like I'm now part of what you're talking about, and that is I ordered that shock uh, that dog shock collar from for Bella, okay, <clears throat> um, and it was like forty four dollars, and it was a really good one because the reason why I like it is because the the first one I got didn't have the vibrate feature, so it was either it was either like a a little bell tone like a dee 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 or a shock. Right. Well, the other one, I didn't like that too much. And by the way, when I did have that for two weeks before my other one came, I put the shock unit actually on my neck and, and I put it, the setting that I shock her with when I need to correct her, I've already shocked myself and I'll do it anytime on my neck. So if I can do it on my neck, I know it's not hurting her. It's just getting her attention. But the new one that I got has a vibration mode. So I use that. I can just give her a little vibration, which doesn't hurt. It's like like a vibrator. And that kind of lets her know. I've only had to shock her one time. So <clears throat> that being said, I'm buying this unit on Amazon, okay? Amazon then sends me um, uh, an, an email saying, if you do a review on this shock collar and send a, we'll send you a 30 or $35, one of the two, 30 or $35 Amazon card. So I'm like, there's no way that. So I went on there to the review, hit five stars. Even it could have been a piece of crap. Like it could have been the worst, chintziest thing I ever bought. But because I'm being rewarded, I put five stars in there and I went, hey, you know, I tried several shot collars over the years and this seems to be the one that is the most effective. It has a vibration uh, feature. So you don't really have to shock uh, Sparky. Uh, Bubba. They then, Brian, just yesterday got a hold of me and said, if you want to do a little video of you using this thing to your dog, we'll send you another $30. And, we're, and since you are like have shown interest, we'll start sending you free products to review. So they're now going to start sending me free stuff to review because I've reviewed things. Well, that's and this also creates another whole other issue which is the What's di- real? The, the dilemma of the influencer, right? Like what are right. you actually being sold? That is a you know you know, but isn't that a prime example of the reward system? That's a, the reward system, yes, because they need your reviews to push the algorithm. And it goes into this thing, and everybody, I encourage you to look this up. Google the dead internet theory because a lot of the internet and where Elon Musk is 100% right is a lot of it is bots and sock puppets. And it's created by 
some some of the sock, sock puppets are sadistic sociopaths that get off on causing people pain, but a lot of it is for-profit by corporations. Yeah. They create these accounts to argue with you and comment under their product because that's what makes the algorithm push it more. But the the the, the, the nefarious thing in, in, in all this is, in, as we've seen uh, with these shooters, the thing that they don't get into is all these people are immersed in social media. And then it's it's like when you get into uh, to rap or, or heavy metal music, like you get into heavy metal music and you get all the way down. It's yeah. not dangerous. You get all the way to, to death metal like I do. But that's art. Like rap, same thing. You get to hardcore rap from being a rap fan. Well, these guys start with... This little kernel, and then they get to an extreme violent position, especially males that are 17 to 24 years old while their brain is developing. It is turned into something that is absolutely dangerous. So is social media one of the, you know, we're going to, we can gun law it and do this and that, but is social media in itself one of the huge issues as to why we're having these school shootings? It's the biggest issue facing our nation right now. It's the biggest issue facing the continuation of our nation. It's the, it's the number one most likely thing that's going to cause us to have a civil war in this country at some point in time. It's social media. Yeah, I I agree with all that. And it is designed to divide us that way in the most extreme ways. And a guy like Donald Trump came along and exploited it. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And and we. So Brian, what do we do? Really, what do I mean, what, like, what, what do what we they do? Did, what they able, what, what they were able to do with Trump and the two thousand sixteen election, and then in twenty twenty is weaponize it, right? So they they took this. The, the the technology that they had and then they knew how to use it and 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 they were using it in ways that were kind of eh, on the borderline of ethical and unethical and now they've full-on weaponized it against us um what do we do <laughs> we pray that it's an uh, addiction though it's a it's, right. it's a dopamine spike people are getting it's 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 look at the line at starbucks try to get people to put their caffeine yeah. down like it's that that's try the level they're, they're on their phone while they're waiting to get their caffeine they're looking for we're constantly searching i mean yes. for this, like, this, this right here the the, the 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 phone is 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 the start of it right? yes i mean that's, well, the, that's, the that's, that's your that key that's your key that's your, that's your, that's your, that's your gateway into security it security blanket this is your yes. This is the number one drug that everybody in America is addicted to. Yep. We cannot live without it. We cannot do anything without it. How you many sit, of us? You sit how many in of uncomfortable us? silence for two seconds. What do you do? You grab many, your phone. But, but it's a on. habit. But hold on. And how many of us, and I guarantee you, every one of us in this studio have gone in, you're going to go somewhere, you get in your car, and you left your cell phone inside, right? What's the? Is there even a question that you don't go up back upstairs and get your and, and get your phone, or do you just say, "Oh, you know what? I'm just going to dinner with my wife, and I'm only going to be gone three or two or three. What could really happen in the world? And two? Uh, no, I'm just going to leave my phone up there. Do you, or do you go get it because you literally think you'll freak out that you got to be tethered to every possible thing in the world? Yes. And yeah, Brian. No, even no, you. I mean, Brian. If you were pulling out of the garage and like, oh, honey, I left. My, well, hold on, I gotta get my phone. I left. What my, if I got, I got a guy who just uh, broke his neck in, in Hernando County and needs a personal injury. This guy. weekend, I took my daughter for ice cream, uh, right, like a mile away from our house, not not far at all, and I left my phone at home. And I almost had like a little bit of anxiety. <laughs> a little like, panic attack. I'm like, dude, you're at an ice cream store with your daughter a mile from your house. You don't need your phone. Enjoy them. You know, and, and, and I, but be I in had, the moment. But I had to have that conversation with myself of the, get, to get over that initial anxiety of my my safety blanket. I didn't your have wowie. it with me. Your my, little my, wowie. My boopy. I didn't have my boopy with me. And uh, yeah. That's right. It, we are, our phones are our boopies. They are. Yeah. We got to have our goddamn boopies. They are. And, it, and it, it's, it's. I mean, really- Brent, your phone is more. 
more addicted than marijuana. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, hold on. You, you could say, and Hatley, you're the biggest pothead I know, but I could say, Brent, I got to tell you right now, man, you got to go without. There's a big time fucking drug test you got to take to win this fucking, you know, whatever the shit. And Brent, you got to go a week without without weed. You could do it. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you could be like, all right, I'll fuck it. I'm going to be a little bit irritable, but I, I, I'll do it. Could, could you go a week without your phone? No, it's your connect. It's your connectivity to the world, and it's it's completely designed this way. And you know, uh, I had an experience. I the the Misfits, this band, got back together, right? And they're doing, you're a big fan. You got a you got a tattoo. tattoo. Yeah, huge, huge. They get back together. They they do. Do I, they know you? Uh, the, the manager knows me very well. I'll um, say, do they know how big of a fan you? Are? Yeah. I, so they do did a show in New Jersey, and I saw them, and I at Madison Square Garden. But they make you put your phone in this green um, pouch called Yonder, and they lock it. So you can't be on. Brian, your... you've been to some shows that they've done that, have yes. they not? So you can't the be comedy on... shows are doing it more and more too, but that's to protect the material for the artist. But the Misfits just wanted everybody to pay attention uh, and to live the in show the moment. Yeah. and live in the moment, and it was such an enjoyable experience. Now I've seen Tool twice, and they don't lock your phone, but what they, there's a note on your seat when you go to see Tool, and it says, uh, "We're asking you to pay attention for the two hours of this show. Do not be on your phone, or you will be ejected." And they mean. Have your phone in your hand on it, not even taking yeah. pictures. If you are on your phone, you get thrown out of a tool show. Yeah, so, and I think it's there, right? I mean, if they if they make 100%. that if they make that you know that, that disclaimer on each I, they, seat, they really should be making. <laughs> from mm. a legal perspective, they should be making that at the time of purchase of the ticket, and it should be printed in the terms and conditions of the ticket. It might be. It might be. And and, as, and, and, mm. and then as long as they're but but they're protected that way. If they're not telling you until you're physically at the show, that's problematic. They're probably going to have to issue a refund at, at the very least from a legal perspective. But from a social perspective, I love it. But hold I, on, that's why I love going your, on cruises. When you put your phone on. In those little green bags, Brent, how do you do you coat check it or like how does it work? You, you, you keep it on you, and then on the way out, they have you know the people that work at the venue have keys and they unlock your phone for you, for you and hand it so back. So, what to if you. you would really need? I guess you could probably you got to go outside, you got to go lobby, outside to use it to the lobby. All right, you so really you come in like if there was an emergency or yeah. something like that, you want to check in with your kids, you you do have the ability to do that, you absolutely. But the, the, the band does not want anybody on their phones, and then you know what starts happening at the like happened at rock shows, Bubba, when we were growing up, chicks got on their boyfriend's shoulder and start showing the tits. Right. That was started to happen. My wife's like, what's going on here? Their cameras yeah, yeah. yeah. My wife's like, what's going on here? I go, this is what concerts were like in the 80s. Like, this is... Because, yeah, you know, old girl, when, when back when you are at the Brian Adams concert in 86, and you had a girl on your tits, I mean, she'd have to worry about it being in the newspaper the next day. No. Nobody, I mean, nobody had a fucking picture of that shit. No. She's losing her job because she flashed a, a rock right. star while she was drunk. Right. I remember seeing... But today's world, Brian, <laughs> if, if Missy McGillicuddy, who was a right. uh, real... Uh, a, a, you school know, a, a school teacher. A school teacher, yeah. right? She's a cool school teacher. School Cool art. as fuck. You know, great she, art teacher. She goes to the Poison concert because she's reminiscing mm-hmm. back when she was in college and she saw Brett Michaels up there with his eyeliner and she just got a show to titties. So she does. Well, next thing you know, I mean, she's fucked. There's pictures everywhere. She's canceled. Yeah. There's pictures everywhere. And back in the day, like I remember going to see Kiss, Kiss at the Bayfront Center and Paul Stanley's like, how can I sing with all these bras in my face? And I'm like, I'm a teenager. I'm like, this is the greatest fucking can thing you, ever. Can you, believe, can you imagine if we were able to document just what we went through at our livestock venues. Dude, I, can, oh I got some li- I got some livestock stories from when I helped out with with Kelly there, and oh my God. I ran the camera. Well, I was the, the king. I was. Oh the no, go- I, I was mine God. won't compete with yours. Oh my but God! Just mine yeah, is a nobody. I, I was I was God, meaning like I had my own tour bus, I had my own a party tent, I fucking ran the entire deal. I got. I, got, I could it, only imagine what you were oh, just in and, and out. Oh, um, I mean, Brent had to like it was like part time pussy manager. 
manager. He had to manage the pussy. Oh, it was so awesome. That had to be amazing. It was so awesome. I mean, literally, we'd drive our golf cart or whatever back to the back, and we would tell, ask some chicks, hey, they, of course, knew who I am because I had like a, I had to, Brent will tell you, the Pasco County had to provide an escort. Yeah. Uh, so I had cops with me at all times, and I'd be like, hey, how many of you girls want to go backstage and suck some dick? One time, and they'd be like, oh, we do, we one, do. One time, just for a rib, we picked out the biggest girl, like walking by backstage, the biggest girl we could and made Nella fuck her. Yeah, we, 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 did, we, we, Brian, we, it was such a freak show that we found the biggest girl we could and then we made our intern fuck her. And she, and she by the way, it was both consensual. Like, it was. No, she, she, wanted, was she wanted to go backstage and he wanted to get laid. Yeah. And so it was, I and mean, we watched. It, oh, you know. oh, my God. Uh, yeah, my Boreistic things uh, happened early on. Oh, that was, that was such a great time. And I mean, yeah. it would be nothing, Brian, to go in the back and see like Phoenix Black and a couple chicks yeah. that were like, going down on each other. Uh, shooting a porno right there in the tent, and then we, you know, right. And, 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 now, what was your livestock story, Brian? So, and you were on like a lower level than oh, me. Oh, way obviously. lower. This is I was nobody, right? I was I was the boyfriend of an intern for you, right? Right at the time, but my intern nonetheless. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, but so they needed some help. I think it was Vinny Russo at the time was uh, was running some stuff for the audio video side of things, right? And I knew him from high school. And so they needed some help with uh, with camera coverage for livestock because they were trying to film it. And I think they were live streaming this one or something like that. There was some something unique that about they're going to make it a disc or, or, or something it, yeah, like that. Showing yeah, showing it. Yeah, yeah, we, had video, we had two it. video screens that, that year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it, was yeah, God, yeah. it was the year Godsmack played. Yeah, we right. Had, we had two huge video screens. So they had like, a, like you were almost a live feed for like the Jumbotron. 100%, or, yeah. yeah so. Right. So he puts me on the camera. He's like, you know, shoot the stage, shoot the crowd. You know, I'm not a kid. Ca- I have zero experience but working you, but, but hold on. You're in the mix, though. I mean, you're in a real cool spot. I'm in right, in, right like by the soundboard, in the center of the, of the, of the pit, you know, right. right by the soundboard area there. Within, I would say within two minutes of me being there, I had somebody pull out a mechanical pencil, offer me cocaine to do uh, off their arm. Uh, I had everybody trying to hand me joints. <laughs> I had women literally asking if they could uh, suck my dick. Right. I had everybody showing me their tits. Everybody. <laughs> Just everybody. because they thought you were a cameraman so, for 98 Rock. Exactly. Because <laughs> I was a cameraman. So imagine when you're Brett Hatley, Bubba's personal fucking assistant and co-host of the hottest morning show with your own golf cart and fucking and bus. I can't even begin to imagine. At one point, Vinny came over the headphones to me. He's like, dude, if you show the tits incidentally, that's fine. He goes, but you can't just move the camera. Were you just, to were you just tit central? Yeah. Well, I tit like, of course. The crowd loves it. I'm 19 oh. years old. I'm getting, everybody's just popping on it. I've got, I'm getting offered drugs. I'm getting offered, you know, blowjobs. I'm getting, you know, can we get backstage with you? Everything. I could only imagine what it was like for you guys based oh. upon that little experience that I had. I, I, oh my God. It, talk about the debauchery. Hatley, I wonder what the most, that might have been the most debauch, debaucherous stuff that we did collectively. That was crazy. Those livestocks were crazy. Remember when you brought on the impotent sea snakes? I was on uh, acid and ecstasy at the same time, trolling. Oh, yeah. I never knew where you were yeah. or where, what planet you were on. You were yeah, always you high as fuck. The, so they brought me Brent, Brent would check in with me and be like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. He's like, okay. And, he, and I'd be like, Brent, you know, he's, Brent would be like, I'm really tripping right now, but I'm just going to make sure you're okay. <laughs> like, I'm okay. You, you brought on the impotent sea snakes. And I, I went out there and sang the last song with them, fucked up, like people who have died by Jim Carroll. And then uh, after that, our program director had uh, his wife's friend was down from Ohio and I ended up having sex with her on the tour bus. You oh, did? Boy. Yeah. With Jamie's friend? Yes. <laughs> 
I was real close to fucking this Pasco County uh, female sheriff until oh. her until her FHP boyfriend rolled in. Oh my god! <laughs> I had her, I had her all ready to go. Remember, remember, Mike Sierra had to provide me with my own personal security. So oh they had they the Pasco County Sheriff's Department was the people that did it, right? And remember, Brent, like the Pasco County Sheriff guys, like remember uh, Captain Murphy, yeah, and they loved us because. Oh yeah, they were like, listen, you guys can smoke weed, you guys, because we're making just like no, just no violence. We're, we're, yeah, we're making like eighty bucks an hour or some out. It was oh, crazy how yeah. much, and that was the thing at, at Pasco. County county sheriffs was did you get to work the livestock overtime right like though that was a reward for those oh guys. They, wow. yeah yeah so i, I couldn't they, believe they what they were allowing to happen i mean oh, they're they, just walking by it and listen the bob, <laughs> 80 bucks an hour and this was like i forget it was lee cannon i don't know who the fuck the sheriff was then bob white was yeah, towards was the lee last cannon. part yeah so anyway but you know lee cannon would tell the guys listen unless you got some real violent shit going on just tell them the you know to settle down so i mean it was just i mean and this was when you know marijuana was very illegal, illegal, very. But I mean, oh, the cops! I mean, you were just getting high and just all these tits Dude. and sucking dick and just doing. I mean, it was just crazy. It was crazy. And Bram gave you one of the biggest buds I've ever seen in my life. And he, Bubba walks on stage and holds I, a bud. I up had on a marijuana bud. That, I'm not kidding you, Brian. Was the size of a banana. <laughs> it was. And I walk on. I didn't even smoke weed back then, and but I walked it, live. I mean, that was probably what Brent maybe. 30 grams in itself. Oh, my goodness. Oh, easily. Bram. Yeah. It was one of those huge Bram buds. And I walk on stage in my mouth. The crowd went fucking crazy. They went nuts. And I remember walking off walking off, and the cop goes, hey, man, you, you might want to not just put all that shit out there like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's like, listen, that's that's a you, lot. That's a lot of weed. You buddy. put them in a bad spot there because yeah. then it's on video. Yeah, and it's everybody's seeing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I that's a, a little dick. different than just doing a, a joint in front No, no, of no. Them. I walked on stage with a fucking, you know, uh, a bud the size of a gorilla's arm. And, the, and they still didn't just like, listen, buddy. You you can't you just can't boss hog it like that. <laughs> you got to at least go back over to your RV before you smoke that shit. I'm like, I don't even smoke weed. I was just trying to do it for coolness. He goes, Well, you got your point across. So I'm like, I'm like, all right. It was so Brian, you were just running the camera a little bit and got offered to head 46 times. I, it was I I was blown out of my mind. I didn't know what to do about it or with it. I didn't act on any of it, but uh, because I was a, a you know, a nerd. A, a nerd. Yeah, I, I wish was I wasn't a nerd. I would have had. I would have had a fucking party at that livestock if I wasn't such yeah, a nerd. Yeah, but you know, you were a nerd then. But when you got in college, man, you started dabbling it was, in it some was stuff. Really, did you not? I really let loose. Yeah, more so in, in my mid twenties. Like, you dabbled in, in some stuff that I, I don't necessarily we want to talk. about. We don't about. need to talk about stuff like that. Yeah. I don't want to talk about real stuff. I want to talk about stuff that almost happened. Oh, okay. All right, so, I don't want to talk about anything that actually so happened. As we get back to the show, I'm right, you're wrong, or I don't know what the fuck's going on around here. Um, who who does both parties prop up? Like, I mean, does the Democrats, Brian, have a real shit show? Like, when's the last time, historically... I, I do have a prediction of who I think the nominees are going to be. All right, but hold on. Let me ask you this. When's, historically, when's the last time that the party didn't want the incumbent to run? Um, guess, well, it's got to be Carter... No, no Carter got no, beat. No, Carter, 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 he was, he no, Carter, but, that, but I'm saying they didn't want well, him to he, run. But he did, but he well, he got to the general the last time. You're that saying they, didn't get to run? Yeah, the, the, the last it time that L, they LBJ. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, really? Yep. LBJ in 1968 because Vietnam was a complete disaster. Well, I and, mean, and he a his, his yeah he had taken some social positions that uh, in addition to well, Vietnam well, that weren't popular. Well, he passed the Civil Rights Act. Yeah. 
He passed the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Rights Act, which he predicted that the Democratic Party would lose the South forever for that. He was right about that. But the main reason, what got him the Democrats out, won Georgia. The, the main the main reason what got him out was Vietnam in 1968. Once the Tet Offensive happens, yeah. it, it, that it was it for for LBJ. He I fucked mean, himself. He, he lost the Democrats with that. All right, and so are Nixon, we at, are Nixon we at that, are we at that point? Yes, here? he yes. shouldn't. First of and all, Brian, I'm asking you that question: Are the Democrats at the LBJ 68 point? Even if Biden was doing well, he shouldn't be up again. You cannot have geriatrics. In in the most important from from the optical perspective of this, right? Let's throw out. You know, I I think policy procedurally, Biden could be doing better, but it's never as bad as as they're making out to be. But the appearance, just the optics, the optics of having this guy, this feeble old man, running what's supposed to be the most powerful country in the world, is not a good look. And so, I think for a one-term buffer president to try and return us to. Uh, some semblance of sanity, which has failed. It's been a failed experience. The experiment. Build Back Better thing couldn't been any more of a rib. It, well, it, I mean, you couldn't pick it, fucking look, they, three worse. I mean, they, that's the worst slogan going on right now. They did pass. They did finally pass an infrastructure bill, which is long overdue and needed in this country. But that's a that's a policy. That's a wonky policy point that I could get into on on that. But. No, he can't run again. He cannot be the nominee. So, Brent but, but you know how screwed up as that is? That same poll that you have up there, right there, mm. has Biden beating Trump if they are the both if they're both up for election. Wow. Trump, it, Trump the is same the, one. But Trump, is the, Trump is the only person that Biden could beat. Yes, in the in the world, in the world, really, is <laughs> yes. the only one that Biden could beat. It, so, so, that, so for real, I think Biden would lose to El Chapo. Yeah. If El Chapo <laughs> could win. He would. <laughs> I think so. Here's here's what I think is going to happen. I think that um, and they've started raising money and there is a plan right now that has been hatched with the governor of California. His name is Gavin Newsom and uh, the ex-governor of Illinois. His name is Pritzker. And they are planning to run in the primary as running mates with Gavin Newsom as number one and Pritzker number two. And they are planning to run like, hey, we are the ticket that's going to run. I think they are going to get enough money. Uh, and it's not going to be the Democrats can't do what the Republicans did in 2020, which the Republicans just canceled their primaries so nobody could run against Trump. Well, didn't just cancel their primaries, <laughs> canceled their we're not going to have a platform. Nothing. When we're doing no, it was unprecedented. Yes. It, it was very it's it, that's one of the scariest things that have happened. That I most think, people don't politically. know about. Yeah, they just canceled it. But Democrats on the Democratic side, is a, the, 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 they do their primaries a completely different way. And there is no way Democratic voters would ever put up with that. So there are going to be there is going to be so they're going to prop up the Newsom guy. So I think Newsom. Did he just get recalled too? No, he won that. Okay, but still they they tried to recall. They tried to recall him and he won. And here's the. I had a guy tell me from California, it's easier to be recalled than it is to win. Yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) He's he's right. But you know what Newsom's got a long history of. He has been. He was way ahead on legalizing weed when he was the governor of San Francisco. He started marrying gay people before it was even legal. He is. He was. He might have a chance. I mean, he might be what he might be the super dim they need. And he looks good on TV. Yeah, that he, is the other thing. Is he he's, looks how old good. is he? Like you he's know, fifty, probably, probably 50 57, 58? I don't even think perfect. he's that. I don't even think he's maybe. that old. Perfect. So he's, he's like he's, he's in his upper fifties, maybe small sixties when he runs. No, yeah, yeah. He'll I be mean, he'll be younger than sixty. Brian, are runs. you hearing that the scuttlebutt he's as well? Fifty four now. So two years from now, he's fifty six. That's perfect. And he looks good on TV. And go watch his appearances on Bill Maher when he's debating people that are Republican pundits, not even politicians, and he's housing them. So on that side, and I think DeSantis is going to be the GOP nominee. I don't. I, think, don't, I don't see anybody else. I don't think. I don't see. I don't see Trump beating him. Newsom. I, I mean, so and so at the end of the day, Brian, you, you got, got two, 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 two Well, you got two governors 
from both in, from, from absolutely the two econ- well, the from two the, of the three biggest economies. Right. Yes. Yeah. So basically, it's a governor runoff, is what it is. So it's, then, a, it's a coastal runoff. And, and now, hold on. Yeah. This answers to this. To this questions to Brian. Then Brent, you follow up. Who wins? Just for shits and giggles, who wins that race? Oh well, right now, DeSantis, I think would. Now, just because a of, lot can happen in the next two years. Right. I mean, if you ask me to predict who's going to win the pre- president, I mean, even our prediction on the candidates could change. I understand, but if it's but, a, if it's a if it's a Newsom uh, DeSantis ticket, uh, with saying- the current trajectory of our country, um, the state of California and the state of Florida, I think that the. Um, DeSantis the, the, wins. Yeah, the measurables are there for DeSantis. Hadley, over to you. Well, I, let me give you some stats about California really quick. So, number one, this is what, and, and Gavin Newsom is a political uh, animal. He is really sharp with politics. So, Florida has a $21 billion surplus. California has a $98 billion surplus. California has more tech revenue in their state than all the other 49 states come so They're got the some, third biggest economy in the world. But I, so, so Newsom's <laughs> got some, he's got some crazy cool ass stats too, right? Well, his state he, is is not in the greatest condition. California is 40 million people, so you can, you no, can, I, there, I understand you, that. There, you can, there's lots you can say. Look, I'm not, I'm just saying what the talking points are going the, the, to be against the, the, him. Yeah, and he, San Francisco it, is a hellhole. Yeah, that, well, that, that he's going to say, and then he's going to say, look how much revenue we generate. Look how much tax revenue I generate. Here's the problem that Newsom's going to 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 deal with is coronavirus. He predicted that 50 million people would die, and he locked that state down. And people there, that's why he got recalled. People got pissed about that. So there's going to be a debate, lockdown versus Roe v. Wade and the war on drugs. And that is going to be the hot issues. And Gavin Newsom, two out of the three, is right. Ron DeSantis is going to say, hey, look, when I got pressured to shut this state down, I saved people's jobs and their livelihoods. But, and people, that, but here's the deal. People are so fucking tore up with this Roe v. Wade deal. And guns. That, and guns. Guns is going to be a big I mean, they may but, say, great, but, Ron DeSantos. But throw you know, all of that out the window. Let's get down to the brass tacks of this. Where's Gavin Newsom, governor? California. Where are all the tech companies based out of? California. What do you think Gavin Newsom's oh. position is going to be on 230? So you And what do you think oh, he's going to do to protect gonna, oh. the so tech So what's going to happen is the tech's going to suck Gavin's dick because it's you know, California Willie, and Ronnie's going to get it shoved up his ass because he's you know popcorn fart Florida. Yeah. I'm just saying that. But who do you need to win elections? You need tech companies. That's, no, that's what, what I'm saying. saying no, right. that's, that's what, as what, I'm yeah. thinking this through yeah. and taking it out to its conclusion here. You're right, Brian. He's go- that would be tech him, sucking his dick. That would make him very dangerous as a, as a, as a potential candidate because if you got tech in your if you got tech in your back i mean not in your back pocket but i mean absolutely got your back because you how can you lose how can you i mean how can you lose how can you lose if you if so you, you know have, you got pictures of ron DeSantis with a fucking goat you if know you what I'm have saying? the yeah. social media companies bending their algorithm to your advantage you're done you can't lose and in, in this day and age it, exactly it, you can't so and, and, and to give you an example of where you're right is look at Eighty percent of our country wanted us out of Afghanistan, right? Yeah. But when you, if you read Facebook and Twitter, you would think that the that it was the opposite. The, right. the public opinion was the opposite. Eighty percent of people were like, "Get us out of Afghanistan! I don't care right now." But the the way that the social media algorithms, because you know what, the defense contractors and the big corporations and people like that, they need war. They need it's a profitable thing for them. So they bent that algorithm to make it look like eighty percent of America was against. 
uh, leaving Afghanistan when that's exactly what we were for. You know, and the other thing that people don't understand is these defense contractors, look up their subsidiaries. They're just not defense contractors, okay? They are involved in so many aspects of your life. And and the war in Ukraine, much the same way, right? It's it, the way it's being played out on social media versus in reality. It, it makes you really wonder what what is reality? Who is who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? What what should I believe? And it makes it tough. It's not easy. Just sitting right in here now. with you. Just sitting in here with you today, guys. You guys have opened my eyes up to a whole bunch of shit that I didn't know about, and I'm conf- like I'm genuinely confused as to what I think. And I think the average guy is genuinely confused as to what the fuck's really going on. And who should I vote for? What side of the fence? Because there's nobody that really is saying what I want and what represents me. You know, that you should be uh, 18 and smoking a joint, taking your girlfriend to the uh, with a handgun to the abortion clinic. <clears throat> right? There's well, nobody no, that represents no, that. But, nobody, but you nobody. represent 60%, 70% of the country right. in that regard. I, I mean, know. That's, the, that's the problem. So why don't they don't have, have somebody that's super serving me? Because, you were, because the system is set up to prevent it from happening. Exactly. It's set up that way. Yeah. It was set up that way starting in 1913 when they created this thing called the Federal Reserve and the IRS. And they learned that it's much easier to control people by controlling your wages and controlling the value of money than it is to control you personally. All this stuff is set up by bankers. This country is set up for rural control. So people were like, "Oh, we should codify Roe. We should do a we should do a constitutional amendment." You know what it takes to do a constitutional amendment? First of all, sixty six senators. Good luck getting that. Well, didn't say Se- that. Secondly, you need seventy five percent of states. So now, you think the constitutional uh, conventions they have to call? So, hold on, and, isn't the last isn't, constitutional amendment? So you could do it. Yeah, isn't the last constitutional amendment was it took two hundred and thirteen years to pass? Something like, on, it, took, it, took, it wasn't quite that long, but it took an insane amount of time, right? Uh, I, for 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 it to finally ultimately. So, it, it, and so it's, when you it's have impossible, two, right? Right. That's the that is the catch twenty two. When you have two senators per state, when you have a, a state like California and Florida, we have four senators between these two states. But Rhode Island's got two too. Rhode Island's got two. Wyoming has two. Why are North and South Dakota two different states? Really? Yeah. Is that really necessary? They get four senators, that few people. So when you have a country that is under rural control where the bankers can put people like Mitch McConnell in there. Mitch McConnell, the leader of the Republican Party uh, in the Senate, is so fucking arrogant. This guy, he, he got... He has every right to he, be. Yeah, he does. And because I'm he expl- is the most Machiavellian motherfucker. <laughs> he, has he, not, he has not lost a single fucking war. Mm-hmm. He, he, does, mm-hmm. he may lose, give up some battles and some ground here and there. This but motherfucker but has won. He, and and he the Supreme Court is 100% the making of Mitch McConnell. He is, because he, he plays to win. For real? A hundred percent. He plays to win, and what everybody does when they Is he a real motherfucker? He is the the biggest motherfucker there is. And and I'm gonna tell you right now. (laughs) Who is? Mitch McConnell. (laughs) That fucking turtle-looking motherfucker. Because he he got caught importing cocaine, and they tried to use that against him in a a thing called him Cocaine Mitch. This motherfucker printed up t-shirts that said Cocaine Mitch and sold them for and, and funded his campaign. That's him giving a fucking middle Kinda finger. Kind of like a Brian Bosworth did when he played fucking. Uh, except, except he didn't hide it. Mitch McConnell printed him up himself and gave you the double tall man. And he said, "You think Kentucky is not going to vote for me when I'm the, the the Republican majority leader and give up that spot for a jobber who's going to go to the back of the line? Yeah, you're out of your fucking mind." 
This country is set up for those rural senators to control it, and that is what they do. And they're controlled by bankers. That's why we need fucking term limits in the Senate and the House. We got it in the presidency, right? No, we're back around to the constitutional amendment, and it's never going to happen because you need 66 senators yeah. and 75 percent of states. You can't and, get 66 and those, senators ever and, again. In those 75 percent of states, that would be these rural states having to agree to give up their right. power. Like North Dakota would be like, yeah, you know what? We're going to go ahead. And, no, they're not going to go ahead. It should be done. It should, it should be based upon population. So you like, take whatever, like the house. whatever the population is on the census years. You create these geographical areas, which still represent. You can still preserve the rural values that people have without having their have a disproportionate representation in our government so you could do that but it, it just it's it's this is this is beyond pipe dream shit this is this is like this is this not is, gonna happen it's magical is, fucking thinking this it's is magic. our we have a massive civil war we get set back like a hundred years technologically like and we societally need a major and then reset we before rebuild. this shit happen yes, right absolutely yeah, but the wheels would completely have to fall right. off and the washington and the white house look like a kiss concert but, but in order for us to be able to do thing, this right beyond Right, that because right. the people who have power this the way the system's set up now if the wheels fall off they they they're fine when they get reassembled they're the ones that are positioned to have the wheels reassembled they control every lever of every except power they, except uh, the supreme court and look what those fuckers no they did. control the, that the, too the supreme court's controlled too because every eight of the nine of them were catholics eight of the nine of them went to harvard or yale they are controlled by the same exact bankers that the control bones that they are controlled by the same bankers that control Mitch McConnell. I'm talking about people that you will never know their names. That's who controls this company because they control the value of the currency and they control the currency. They create Do money you, out of thin so, air. So I'll give you an example of a recent event that freaked the fuck out of the power brokers. And that would be the AMC stock. Uh, it was an example of the 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 majority of people, the, 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 the common man, Getting together, combining their resources, the Bubba Clems of the world, combining their resources. GameStop. I'm talking GameStop, AMC stock, yeah, all it, of that. Yeah. Was it, it, the reason that freaked them out is they realized that their system it, th that they thought they had complete control over. Because here's what the hedge funds do, right? Here's what a hedge fund does. So I own. Uh, I, I'm shorting. Let's say I'm shorting a company. I want GameStop to fail. I'm shorting their stock. I want them to fail. I'm a hedge fund manager. I also have incredible amounts of investment in companies that hold GameStop's debts. And I can pressure and leverage the companies that I have that hold GameStop's debts to call them in and to put pressure on GameStop and to release reports and control the narrative that will tank GameStop stock and make my short position work. Right. I can do that. I can do it legally with the way our system's currently set up. Right. So what happened with GameStop and AMC when, when the, 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 pe the, the Robin people, Hoods, the, the Robin Hood created this for them, but then what did Robin Hood do? Stop letting them Stop trade Stop letting it. them trade. Because Why? You, because Robin Hood is fucking owned by the hedge funds, and they're controlled just the same way. Right. We're all fucked. The, the, the end result of this is we're fucked, because they still know hold that on, they have right, safety valves. That should be our new, that's the new title of the yeah. show. The end result is we're, we're fucked. fucked. That, and, 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 and you know what? And that's the crazy truth. Sometimes, right or left, we're fucked. Yep. Right? It, yep, exactly Brian, right. Right, we're changing the new name. Yeah. Because central banking, the Federal Reserve, the International Monetary Fund, 
all all of this shit, all of these bankers, bankers have no interest in their country. They have no interest in in patriotism or what's good for people. All they give a fuck about is money, money and controlling the money, and they control your wages. And and all of you out there that are sitting in a cubicle and all you got cubicle and all you guys that are gear jamming down the road and fucking kicking fucking ass. They have figured out if they can take part of your salary, which is for your labor through the IRS, and they can control the value of the currency, as you see inflation going now, when the Fed creates money out of out of, out of the clear blue sky. Inflation is, hit 9.1% for right. June, the highest rate of 40 right. years. because during the pandemic, they printed up all this money and flooded the money supply. That's what causes inflation. They create it through the system called fractional reserve banking, and they create money out of thin air. It's not based on anything. Well, not just that. They could have prevented inflation by aggressively raising interest rates in conjunction but with the printing the of the money. But still, that's the Federal Reserve. I know it's still the Federal No, no, I know. I'm saying they could have. They didn't, which is why when everybody's like, oh, Biden on inflation, Biden on inflation, yeah, the Federal Reserve, which he does appoint people to, so he does have some level of control, but they're responsible. But this is this has been a, a, a protectionary gag that's been going on since 2009 to Welcome protect Welcome to the new show, right or left, we're mm-hmm. all fucked. Exactly. And that's, that's the That's what the point. new show's called, for sure. And that's the point, Bubba, that they don't want anybody to understand. They want you to argue over race. They want me and, to be mad at Brian and yep. Brian to be mad at me. Yeah. And yeah. Us over because here if fucking we're mad at each other, we can't get mad at them. Sto- we can't game stop them. Right. If we're not agreeing on basic things, we can't game. But if we're not them. mad at each other, Brian, and we're like, hey, Brian, you know what? The this, biggest this fear they right have here, is, is all the, of us waking up and united. The last thing they want is all of us, and I'm going to say this, and it's going to be funny, but I'm dead serious. The last thing is they want is all of us eating psilocybin mushrooms. Because as soon as you start doing that, it opens up some parts of your brain, and you see things. You're like, "Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got exactly what's going on here now." It, 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 we it, should be taking psilocybin mushrooms, mushrooms like we do commun- communion. Yeah, around absolutely, here. Ab- here, absolutely. Here's another theory that I, I just have. tried them, man. Well, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, here, I'll have to they, try them. They make you think. They make you think. Brian, about I got micro. Legal, right? I some, yes. Well, they're sure right. They're whatever. They are, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're poop pills. I, I can't. I can't try them if they're not. I can't try them if they're not legal because I'm an attorney right, cool. for the Florida bar. We, we, we wouldn't put you in that. We put that position. We'll just tell you about. So me and Brent will just tell you how cool they are. I've done some micro. I've done some micro dosing, and it's fucking pretty cool. But they should be legal. There's no reason for them to not. They're going to be legal next. So yep. here's the yeah. thing on the conspiracy theories, too, is that they are housed in truth because we have so much information and technology available to us now. But I personally think that they they push them out to the fringe, the the, the power brokers, the, the social media company. They push them out to ridiculous lengths so that, that the majority of people won't believe the central message. The central message, this whole great reset thing and all of that, it's not happening the way that they're portraying it, and it makes them sound like wackadoos when they, when they you know, spout off on this stuff. It, they, they keep it as a fringe issue. But there are, there are elements of truth to every one of those things that are going on that most people end up dismissing because the people who are espousing them have taken this super far, you know, right or left view on it. But what Brent's saying here today is, and, and we're saying is absolutely true. The, the well, we're biggest, saying right or left, we're fucked. Yeah. The Go biggest on, fear they have is us getting all getting together, putting aside our petty differences, our inconsequential differences, and retaking control of our country. They, they don't want that. Like, like, for instance, paying attention to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, who 
gives a fuck about their relationship. Yeah. Oh, everybody did. And everybody it, did. It, it was it a distraction. Took, no, it I took know. up everybody's time. And while they're taking up everybody's time, there's we're getting involved in wars in the Ukraine. There's all kinds of banking regula- uh, regulations being stripped away. There's all kinds of things going on while that's going on because they want you to pay attention to nonsense. And the algorithm is there to push nonsense. The algorithm tricks CNN into thinking they had an actual fucking audience and they thought they could start a subscription-based service and last <laughs> <for> three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the algorithm tricked CNN to the people who actually fucking wanted CNN Plus, yeah, they're right? All, they're, yeah. all, they're all bots, man. It's all bots and Every, sock puppets. Everybody that you're reading on on the internet that you got, you got yeah, you you got bots and you've got trolls, right? They're bots or trolls. And Most of mine are trolls. I don't got a lot of bots. But, I got a lot a perfect, of motherfucking trolls. Here's a perfect yeah. example yeah. of being critical about issues and, and what you're consuming. And this is where your responsibility as a consumer or as the product, I guess, comes into play. There was a case uh, where a kid was racing, street racing on Bayshore Boulevard and killed a mom and I a baby that, yeah. crossing yeah, yeah. the street. Right. If you go and look at the social media articles around that, you'll see a bunch of these people with somewhat foreign sounding names defending the kid, speaking out in his behalf on why he's not, his family. They went and bought bots. They went and bought. and yep. bought yes. and, and created the appearance that there was this upswell in support for this kid to try because they know the game this is the game that's being played so same thing with hold on didn't you say brian i didn't interrupt you but johnny depp had a stronger fucking social media game and 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 strategy than amber heard he He won he he won the majority of that based on clips and memes and all i think he had a full-blown production company and and let me give you the flip side of that you know who's been absolutely fucked and it's going to turn out that he's innocent is marilyn manson oh i i i I wouldn't he has been absolutely screwed over he has evidence that that the people the, the two women accusing him they uh they forged an FBI agent's letter and forged an FBI agent's signature. They've got an But F- you'll never hear right. about that. All because, you heard is that he, you know, fucked some girl and she didn't want it and blah blah blah. And he did this and, and then and he cut out a rib. And then when when they done, then when they get into all the the stuff that she's saying to you, I was like, you know what? This sounds a lot like BDSM to me. It really does. So then it comes out. They had a checklist. They they start going to his ex girlfriends with a checklist of things that they need to say. Then what they do to create a social media presence that he's guilty is they call in a quote unquote welfare check. So the LAPD will show up to his house and they show up to his house, they film it. And then they put it out there that he's being investigated for sexual abuse, which wasn't true. Right. And then they create this whole narrative that Marilyn Manson's a bad guy. So the t- bottom line is they call in a welfare check. Then they got Johnny Paparazzi in the bushes that show LAPD just going to his house, just basically to check on him to see that he didn't fucking hang himself. Right. And they take that and, they, say he's and, under they, and then they take that and they, they fucking release it through Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. And right. whatever, that the cops are now at Marilyn Manson's house, wondering what the fucker did now, and then boom. They, I mean, right? Because right. the truth is whatever everybody else thinks it is these days. The truth is irrelevant. The truth doesn't matter. And, 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 and then, hold on. Trugger guy guy's right. The same thing happened with Bubba and, uh, you know, the six-foot Mingo. Remember yeah. uh, uh, Brent when she came out and said I did X, Y, and Z, and the news was all over it. And then yes. two days later, uh, you know, after I was able to defend myself and show various pieces parts uh, that that was dropped, and it was you know blah blah blah. The, yep. It wasn't the lead story on Channel Thirteen when it was dropped. Right. Nobody circled back around to that. I'll give you another one. Bob Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots. Right. Remember, everybody said he went to a place that was human trafficking. The prosecutor came out and said it's human trafficking. I got on Stern and I got absolutely killed by everybody. 
Valley because I went in there and said it was absolutely not human trafficking. There was no evidence to. to he got a he got a he got a hand. He got a hand. He got jerked at a Jack Shack. So so after all, maybe that Jack Shack in Hartford that you and I went to. Oh, it was amazing. Oh yeah. So, so they circle back around. Finally, they washed your asshole with the scrub brush. Remember? Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. So they got, sorry. So they, so <laughs> sorry, Ryan. They, so they circle back around, right? So to, to this case, and the prosecutor ends up having to apologize in front of the judge because the judge is like, "Well, where's the human trafficking charges?" Well, we don't have any evidence of that, right. Your Honor. So it turns out that these women had come over here. They were here in the country legally. They had a nine-month visa, and they what they did was they set the wild up, orchid was it? it, was it, it was the, <laughs> orchids of Asia. And what they and what they set up was a, a they pulled their money together. These women pulled their money together, and they did have one guy that they were paying for security. But what happened was the government confiscated their house, their yep. cars, their jewelry, and their cash. And guess who got charged? Only the women. None of the none of, none of the male customers got charged. And guess what? None of them got charged with human trafficking because you would have to say that they're trafficking themselves. It was a it was a bunch of bullshit. It was but clickbait, it, but. Now right? you, no, but, no exactly. it's, not, it's not just clickbait. There's a reason for this human trafficking a moniker, and now you've got moniker. Bob, There's a reason behind this, and it's it's law it's, enfor- it's law enforcement it's, funding. It's, it's law, enforcement, law enforcement funding because they they're losing the drug money, and they can use civil asset forfeiture. It's civil which is, asset forfeiture allows them to steal your property and, now, and, and convert it to their own. And everybody believed that that, that, that the, the human trafficking story because you, now you got the owner of the New England Patriots name in the in the paper next to human trafficking, right? Now it's a solvable well, and, story. And a lot of these, like, listen, a lot of local agencies, and nobody's more law enforcement friendly than we are. Let's just get that, you know, straight. Brent, you know, we got our foundation. Oh, you, can and things be, like that. you can be a friend to cops without having to be a friend to the police, military, industrial right. complex. Right. There's but two so completely the, different things. No, exactly. Most, different co- things. most but, cops but, don't want to be part of that. Right. So what, They're but, not a part but of but it. But what, what, <laughs> what some of these chiefs and what some of these, because not not any sheriff that I know, because but, but they will do just an average prostitution sting, okay? You know, the average, you'll have a hotel set up, and they'll have, you know, detectives posing as girls. Right. And, and these guys show up trying to get some head or what, whatever. And then they always, and it's just, it's really just simple prostitution and John work is what it is. Yeah. That's what it really is. Run-of-the-mill prostitution. <laughs> right. But they try to loop it in that it potentially might have been a sex trafficking guy, that one of these uh, pimps had three girls that were working for him, you know, they always try to, because that's kind of the new that's kind of the new buzzword yep. in, in Leo. And, it, and, and, well, and, and it's the buzzword uh, quite a bit on the left. Leftist politicians and Ashley Judd and all these people throw sex trafficking into everything. And they act like they the, the what goes on on the left that really bothers me is the infantilizing of women. Like they act like women can't make decisions. Can you say that again? I don't even know what that means. It means treating women like, like children. children. Like they, they like women. Can you can't say the word though that you said? Infantilizing. I love that. It makes. See, that's why Brent's on the fucking <laughs> show today, ladies and gentlemen. They they act like women can't make choices to be in sex work. Now that I have that I have lots of friends that are women that are in sex work. They want to do it. They like doing it. It's their choice, and they hate being told that. Oh, I'm being trafficked. I'm being trafficked. I'm making the money myself. What are you talking about? So. That that is feeds into law enforcement using civil asset for forfeiture, and it also feeds into this narrative that women are these china dolls that can't make decisions about their sexuality, which is again a way to control women's sexuality from the left. Abortion is the way that they try to control women's sexuality from the right. It is fucking bullshit. So women you, should be able to hook. Way? Women should be able to hook and get fucking abortion. Bubba, yeah, do you, do you know, absolutely. Bubba, do you know how the the law enforcement agencies use civil asset forfeiture? They go in and they... Uh, so so they, let's <clears throat> say I'm driving from Las Vegas to Texas back from a vacation. Right. And I won... I did pretty good in Vegas. I've And, and I've got $30,000 in cash on Right. It. 
And I get pulled over by a Texas State Highway trooper. Boy, you know why I pulled you over there with that fancy fucking so Beamer, I've got bud? a nice car. I, I, he, he suspects, hmm, uh, not, doesn't suspect anything, really, but has reasonable suspicion to believe that I may be engaged in, in some, some bad behavior. Illegal so, activity. Illegal activity. Quote, unquote. So he finds $30,000 on me. He then says, oh, you, then this must confirm. You must be dealing drugs. You must be doing something illegal. You're running I'm money gonna, for the cartel. I'm going to charge you with this, right, this, with this crime. And then I'm going to confiscate. confiscate this money as evidence. And you have to pretty much prove, yep. not, not, that you're, that, not that you weren't engaged in crime, not, that, you, that you have to prove where you, you got have, that money from. Where you got <clears throat> the money from, that it wasn't the source of any illegal activity. The burden of proof falls on you to get your property back when it was wrongfully taken from you to I'll begin do, with. I'll do you one better. I know police officers that are in the drug enforcement. You know, I know, like, you know, Bigger very addiction. good friends, and this is how it goes down. They'll get, uh, you know, Jerome that's got, you know, 30 grand on him, and they know Jer- Jerome might be slinging some weed or something, and they'll say, hey, Jerome. Bottom line is, uh, either you give us if you give us this thirty grand, you can just walk away, you know, and just, yep. just we, we got our eye on you. But uh, or you can go ahead and raise a big stink and that stuff. And you know what, we're going to go ahead because we know you got. And then the guy just walks away from it. They Abs- just they just lay down on the deal. Absolutely, and that's how they fund yep. a lot of their agency. Absolutely, there is a great six part miniseries on HBO right now by the guy that created the wire. His name's David Simon. It's called We Own This City. It's a true story about the gun trace task force in the city of Baltimore. If you think The Wire was good, this six episodes is better than all of The Wire. It's called it, what? It's called We Own This City. We Own This City, and it's, it's on what? HBO. Is it on a HBO. documentary or a, no, it's a, a it's drama? A, it, John Bernthal is the star. Okay. And it, but it is a real true story. Like, it is a true story so much so that a federal judge got pissed and, and, and talked about it. Because it, it shows you, first of all, how corrupt civil asset forfeiture is, and it also shows you we have the cops doing a lot of bullshit when they could be handling actual violent crime and actually helping their citizens. We have them handling bullshit. And it shows... I want to write that down. It shows the incentive that the police have to be corrupt. They yeah. are incentivized to be corrupt. And in this, you see the guys that are the homicide detectives that are not out there doing civil, civil asset forfeiture that are actually trying to do the solve right thing. Solve crimes. Solve crimes. And you see the guys, and it's two of them, versus the, all this big task force that are out there Breaking down doors, taking money, peeling off a little bit for themselves, and then and then and then the department is is keeping all this money. It is insane what is going on. And David Simon again, you know, The Wire was his homicide life on the streets. Guy makes great television, so it is well worth watching, and it will open your eyes and it makes you feel for the cops that they're even putting this put in this position. Yeah. Wow, this has been great. We need to do this more often, and we're going to rename the show, not I'm right, you're wrong, slash left. We're and, all uh, fucked. You said, no, you're right, I'm wrong, we're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, you're red, I'm blue, you're blue, I'm red, I'm right, you're wrong, I'm Democrat, you're Republican, we're all fucked. Red or blue, we're all fucked. Yeah, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah and they need you to be the red team versus the blue team. That's they what they love. Oh, they, they do, they do, they want you to, because you know what the worst thing would be is if Brian, you, and me, and Brent all got together and said, you know what, motherfucker, I'll give you that one, then you go, you, and then all you get on the, yeah, that's cool, go with that one. Like, they don't want all, because look how powerful all three of us are, but if we all hate each other, we're not very powerful, well, the, and right? They're divided, but exactly. Just, it's not just that, though, because they, they incentivize us with crumbs, right? They give us crumbs. So your, your guy wins, right? Well, you'll get a little bit of what I promise to give you. You're not getting all of it, because right. then 
what do we have to use against you later on? You're getting a crumb. But you're going to get crumbs. And and so we, as the the mice of people, you know, we we eat those crumbs up, and that that satiates us. That makes us feel like we got something. Like a little, we got like so, a little, like we got, and like we're so fucking gonna, competitive. We just want our guy to win so bad, right? Because well, I want to own the libs, and I want to shove right. it in their face. Tribalism is 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 a real. I problem. will tell you, both of you in my world represent a couple of cool things one the one thing and i'm i need to find it by the next time that we go that we three get together because i like to do this again get schedules permitting but during 9 11 when 9 11 was happening and this is so infamous our show that we did on 9 11 well like i think we stayed on the air till at least what maybe one o'clock brent two it was two o'clock and no commercials literally Brent, you might have been the first person, and I have the clip. I got to find a clip for the next time. Brent stood up. I can remember like it was nothing. Brent, you always sat to my right, right here. Yep. You always sat right there, and you were really the only person I could see. Yep. <clears throat> remember that's how you I had could... computer screens piled up, so you couldn't see. Right, right, else. like I do now. But I actually configured it. I couldn't see anybody but you. And Brent stood up relatively soon, a minute or two or five after the second tower was hit. And he said this name. Nobody knew it. He said, I'll tell you right now, in his whole Brent Hatley type way, you know, it's way over the fucking top. I'll tell you right now, this is the work of one Osama bin Laden. We're like, who? Osama bin Laden. And Brent, do you remember saying that? Oh, absolutely. And, you, and we all looked at you like, Brent, shut the fuck up. Like, we don't know what the fuck's going on around here. And then, Brian, you were the one that when we were the last election, a couple of Novembers ago, Trump versus uh, uh, Biden. Yep. And we were feeling so splendid as all the results were coming in. And we had Brian on the phone. We're like, fuck no, you, I was, Brian. I was in the studio here. And you were in the studio. I was in the studio with you. Had Hazlett and a bunch of people. And we're all in here fucking ringing it in. And Brian be like, I know this isn't the popular opinion. I know this. But it's not over. And I wouldn't be surprised that that Dalton County or whatever fucking county of Fulton. Georgia. Fulton. Yeah. Fulton County and then Maripica. You and it was know. Pennsylvania because what I said was Trump at the time, I think we were closing the show around 11 o'clock at night or right. something and like that. And I thought, that. I went and to bed thinking there's no fucking way. Trump was up 300,000 votes and I think I said to you, he better get that up to 500 to 700,000 yep. votes if he wants to win because he just spent six months telling all of his people, don't vote by mail. Go in person. Don't vote by mail. Right. And so Brian. And that's what, Republicans. And, and Brian Completely. was like, we, so we we're like, we we're clowning him. Brian's like, I'm telling you, he's going to take Georgia. He's gonna barely get Arizona. Oh, that's what afterwards Texas, too. When, when I started calling in, Texas after, was yeah. a Texas. He said Texas was a crapshoot. We're like, fuck. And Trump did win Texas, but it was fucking barely. Yeah, it was closer than it's ever been. No. And you're, I, and I, you're studied, like, I studied. I studied Pennsylvania. This stuff. Like, it's all coming in for fucking Biden. I'm like, yes. And then you would break down the counties and all that kind of shit. I, and you yeah. were right, bud. But, but I studied that stuff like a hawk, and because I'm I'm a poli sci major, this was you know this is my that's my I would love to be a candidate campaign manager if I didn't if I thought I could actually make a real difference and you not be a part of the problem you can't but I, that's, I've given you're that you're helping more people doing what you're doing yeah you really but, are helping but, me with my car wreck is far better than you know fucking being a politician but just seeing the numbers and and studying it I I, I knew what was it not like 
you know, what you Ju- knew Ju- Trump, Rudy Giuliani said it best. When, you knew Trump needed more than he went to bed with because of, because he was the one that deterred mail-in ballot and mail-in ballots were the only and, ones left and to the count. Cities that, and not just that. And big they, cities. They didn't. So this was all a part of a, 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 in my opinion, this was all a part of a plan because I, I think he knew he wasn't going to win. Uh, but. And I think he had a very good feeling that he wasn't going Trick to me, win. Ashley, 25 on the Venmo. But the when, when Pennsylvania had the option to start counting the, the mail-in ballots early, not publishing the results, but start processing them early so that on election night the results wouldn't have looked so skewed, they fought against it. The Republicans fought against it immensely. And that was a trigger to me that, that I that revealed to me kind of what their plan was going to be, was to create confusion incite chaos i mean look at what rudy giuliani said when he met with uh with this the the head of the the arizona state senate he said we have no proof but we have a lot of theories that is an exact quote from yeah. rudy giuliani to him L- just consider that you know i know the january 6th thing is divisive and i don't want to get into was it a coup wasn't a coup who did what who, who, who did, what, what does it matter let's get into point? let's get into what you were told what you were sold, and what you believed, and question that. Sidney Powell, her defense right now against Dominion voting systems is that nobody, no reasonable human being believed a word that I said. That's her defense against to, to, in, a, in a lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems against her to her accusations about their fraud. Well, she, well she's going to. I think she's going to get her ass handed to her in court. She's going to re- completely get her ass handed to her. But uh, but her defense right now. Yeah. Oh, I know. Is well, nobody would have reasonably believed the bullshit I was spewing. Yet half the country did. So and and that worked for Tucker Carlson because that defense. Yeah. Worked for Tucker Carlson because he says. I'm doing an entertainment-based show. Right. Well, it's different, though. It was completely different. She's saying, I'm an attorney for the president, and there was fraud, and I have proof. Right. No, that is a, uh, she's an officer of the court saying that. Yeah, she's she's going to be disbarred everywhere for she, that. And, and she is going to, she's going to lose in court. And the thing that, that showed me that the election wasn't stolen was when the census came out, it, you can directly see in the areas that flipped to Democrat, you can see the demographic changes that happened in those areas. Well, the, the, the thing I think they weren't counting on either was how massively COVID would change the demographics because people, you know, yes, we were on lockdown for a few months, but people started getting the freedom to work from home. People started getting, so you had a city like Atlanta and, and the suburbs around Atlanta, somebody could move from Chicago down to Atlanta. Somebody could move from New York down to Atlanta. It doesn't take a whole lot to swing a state. It really doesn't. So before we were walking in, you know, me and Hatley are out back getting our minds right, and we were, and you know, we're, we're hoping we're going to gang up on you, that we didn't know, obviously, that we all have a lot more common ground than, than we do, but uh, so I'm, I'm getting, Brent says, have you seen 2,000 mules? And I'm like, oh, no, but I heard, man, it's fucking crazy, man. And, and Brent goes, it's all bullshit. 100%. And I go, what? That wasn't what I was expecting Fox from News, Brent. Fox News prevented their their uh, correspondents from talking about it because they didn't want to get sued. Again. Again. Because <laughs> Again. they said, we are not mentioning, we're not talking about this. This is a complete, total bullshit propaganda. So, but I, that Dinesh wasn't what I, hold on, but that wasn't what I was thinking Hat- Hatley was going to be like. I'm like, Brent, walk me through it. And Brent goes... Did you know that the map that they tried to show of Georgia was really Brent? Tell was, me, what was you, Moscow? Was really Moscow? Yeah, it, it's it's there's there's obvious things in there that are complete I, bullshit. I didn't even watch it. I wasn't going to grace but, it with my eyes. But, did you watch it, Brent? Uh, I, I 
I've watched it and I've read the breakdowns of it because okay. I wanted to know what everybody's talking about. And all it's, right. it's 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 when, when is there any is there any truth to it at all? No, he's taking cell phone data and saying people went by drop off points. Like first of all, uh, of course that's what a drop off location yeah. does. But Secondly, these drop off locations are in very, high high traffic areas and, anyway. And cell phone data is not like totally exact. It can tell you like a circle a that I'm in. Yeah. But it, some of these drop offs were in buildings that are 20 stories high. What about how some can of the, you tell well, what well, floor? They, the cell phone data doesn't show you how high up in the air no, you no, were no. when you were at that what building. About, what about some of these these articles that you're seeing that this person got this many years for election fraud? Or is that all just clickbait stuff? Or is it really happening? No, the election fraud almost. <laughs> Every single conviction has been of a Republican who voted twice for Trump. Oh my bad, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and one of them, one, one of them was a guy who's like, the, the Republicans go, we, we've got a dead mother voting. Yeah, the guy voted for Trump and he had his dead mother vote. For yeah, Trump. Like, yeah, it was no. It, it, you know the other big bamboozle that that Tucker Carlson just tried to prove pull. I don't fuck with my boy Tuck. No, this I'm is sorry, a pro but this show. is uh, and you can be pro Tuck, but but he's a he's, he's, he's an entertainment show, and and I, you've got to take it that you, way. You know this is and this is entertainment. Uh, Biden, and we're entertaining as well. Yeah. Biden yeah. is selling our strategic fuel su- reserve supply to the Chinese to help Hunter. That that's what was that's what was put out as fact. Okay, that now I I looked into this. I had no idea. I'm going to admit I had no idea how the strategic oil supply reserve supply worked in this country. I knew what it was generally, why it exists. Didn't know the ins and outs of it. So. But you looked into it. I looked into it because I'm like, that's a pretty outlandish. That's what you and Hatley claim. do. That's yeah. a pretty outlandish like, claim, right? That's true. But see, but what I don't me... know, something I, I ask Blitz. <laughs> or you know, the problem is some people just believe Tucker, right? They don't take mom, this next step. My mom. My mom. Oh my God, he, my mom. Because he's the mo- he he is good at TV. So so there it is true. A Chinese company based out of Houston bought one million barrels of the u.s strategic reserve supply but here's here's how the system works so the department of energy opens up the ability to apply for a license to be able to bid on strategic reserves when they're opened up for auction and so very few companies have the right to do that but you have to have the ability to refine you have to show these certain check boxes that you're a company that's able to do this and you're open for the strategic supply so the Department of Energy does an auction and the barrels that they're selling, you know, it's, you know, uh, 30, 32.4, uh, you know, s- uh, sweet crude with uh, 1.4% sulfur rating. Right. So the, it's the quality of the oil that they're building on the bidding on and, and the barrels, which I didn't even know there was all these different qualities. You have like light, sweet crude. Yeah. You've got uh, light crude, sweet crude, medium crude, Brent crude, Brent, Brent crude. <laughs> uh, some will say Brent's crude. I love Brent. Um, but uh so they do have a a crude called Brent crude. They, yeah. Oh yeah. no, it's 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 actually worth more than the, yeah, it's the regular crude. It's a little higher it's than a the little average bit crude. Higher. It's a little higher than the average exactly. crude. So <laughs> refined refined kid from Mississippi. So they uh, they auctioned it off. They auctioned it off, and who, whichever one of these pre-approved companies bids on it, they get it. There's n- the U.S. has no control or say with what that company does with it after they win it and what they do with it, and they cannot limit the license process at this stage. Now you can change the law if you don't like it to prevent any foreign-owned company from having any ability to bid on it. Here's the problem with that. The idea behind it right now is to get this oil refined and into the market so that the gas prices can come down. Our refineries, which is a separate issue, Biden is partially responsible for, I I will say partially responsible for, based upon his policies and his statements, 
partially responsible for the pullback of refinery capacity in our country, but it's been happening for years. This isn't something new. So we're at capacity for these refineries. I mean, we, we well, only have and, like, and we've had some that have been destroyed and not rebuilt because there's some stiff EPA regulations. Right. There's, a, there's a lot going on with it that, that could be better, I, I, and I will admit that. It's not all Biden's fault. But he didn't sell oil to the Chinese to help Hunter Biden. He had nothing to do with the process. It's a process. I guarantee you Biden can't even explain the process the way that you just explained it. No, he can't explain. No you know, he can't he can explain, explain the ABCs like and, that. And, and so How and, stupid is he? He is he is a career politician who's been sucking off the public's hind tit for decades. He has never solved a problem. I, I don't know how anybody can think he's going to solve a problem. He's made problems worse over and over and over again throughout his whole career, including for black people. Like, I, 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 I can't stress that enough. He has really screwed black people over. All right, so let me career. ask you a question. This goes out to both of you. And we've all determined that the new, the new show is called We're All Fucked. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, red, blue, uh, Republican, Democrat, independent, libertarian, we're all fucked. Fucked. And we and we talked about that. So, but like, if you had to give me a list of three politicians, either governors, congressmen, or senators, that you actually have a tad of respect for, uh, who would they be? And so, and and Brian, you go first, and Kate, then Brent, you Katie go. Katie Porter out of California. I do like her actually. Orange. She's from Orange County, California. Get three of them, Katie. Okay, you give me one. Now, three's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, three's going to be tough. You're Brian, Katie Porter, Democrat out of California. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent, you next to you. So um, he just left Congress because he was a Republican and he left the party. His name is Justin Amash, and he's out of Michigan. He is now officially part of our party. He is officially a libertarian now, but Justin Amash was definitely my favorite member of Congress recently. And another good one who's left, uh, you know, and, and was on both sides of the aisle at one point or the other is uh, David Jolly. Who does a radio show actually on eight twenty? He was a good guy, and then think is he, he out now though? He's yeah. out now. He well, just yeah, Char- Charlie Crist has his seat now. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Which we hope might be Kevin's. Uh, well, actually, they they redrew the they districts. Re-drew, they yeah. re-drew, they fucked him, didn't they? No, well, they they helped Kevin, and they made they they just folded uh, downtown St. Pete into Kathy Castro's no, district. No, that's the other repercussion from this Supreme Court is that gerrymandering is essentially the biggest one is. Um, is is the case on what on in, out of North Carolina, and if they determine, if if the Supreme Court could determine that uh, individual states, no matter what their policy is for the awarding of electors, can change their mind and do whatever they want, and so in a minute here, elections may not matter, yeah, at all. What yes. do you mean? I don't understand. So, so so what what Trump tried to do in this last election was. Um, once people vote on president, states certify the election and they send what's called a set of electors to the elect. The elect- right. Each, part, each party college. has their own set of party loyalists right. who are their distinct, their designate. This is such an archaic fucking system. It really First is. of all, we need to modernize it. There's no electors. It's just fucking points. You get the points. Right. No human being has to go and physically right. say, right. Nobody the has- people from the proud state of Florida. Right. 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 So, <laughs> so what Trump tried to do in this last election was have an quote unquote alternate set, set of electors, a fake set of electors. They sent it to Pence and said to Pence, go with this set of electors. Right. Instead of going with what the state certified. You know who Pence talked to that told him you can't do that? 
Dan Quayle. Dan Quayle was like, dude, you can't. And they're both Indiana. He's like, dude, well, you can't Sat actually Pat do that. Cipo- One Sat is- Pat Cipollone is, is, is a true American patriot. I think he actually should get the Presidential Medal of Freedom for sticking in that White in- House and fighting what for What two cities of Indiana is Dan Quayle and Pence from? What two cities? Oh, wow, that's a good one. That's fucking Bubba Clem, Hoosier yeah, that's hysteria. A, that's a good one. Dan Quayle is from Huntington, Indiana, and Mike Pence is from Columbus, Indiana. Wow. I wow. did not know that. Fucking Hoosier. But that's who Pence picked up the phone and called first yeah. about that whole deal was Dan, Dan, Quayle. Dan Quayle. If you could tell me how to spell potato, I'll tell you how to fucking rule on this one here, buddy. Yeah, and Dan Quayle was like, dude, uh, you can't do that. <laughs> so his... Donald want so Donald, so Donald sent, uh, so he sent um, alternate sets of electors and wanted Pence to recognize those and not the ones that were certified by the state. So what well, Brian, it's not even legally that you could be able to do that. Wait, that's but what's wait, in front of the Supreme but wait, Court. But wait, mm-hmm. because there's a case... That's going to be coming. I forget the name of it, and I should. I think it starts with an M. One one of the parties is M. One of the parties is H. Letter H. But you can look it up. Where if depending on how the Supreme Court rules, there could be an implication or a direct statement that states are completely in charge and state legislatures are completely in charge of how. So what you can end up having is once the results of the election are in, the Secretary of State wants to certify them. The legislature says, nope, we're not doing that. We're going to vote. We're going to change the outcome of the election and to, these to, to favor whatever that party wants. And this is what we're sending to. to so they're going to put it like, OK, the Electoral College doesn't mean anything. And what you're going to do is after each election, then we're going to have another little fucking meeting in the in the, in the state chambers and determine who the fuck the they, state goes they could to. Give the state yes. that option. They could give them that, that option. option and that power That's where right now they don't even have represent that. what the people want. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Which this you is think how we're bought and but, paid for now. So, but fuck. here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This, this is my concern with this Supreme Court is they are religious zealots. They are every one of them, every single one of them. Tom and, Bean said it best. What's going what's happening now is the Supreme Court is fucking showing their ass. But but, here's, power. but but here's the problem with it is they know they're in the minority. OK, they know that they can't keep what they're trying to do in place if if free and fair elections are had. So my fear is to keep their agenda in place they're going to pass make terrible rulings like this like this one could be that will have I mean, essentially, our country is uh, the, the our our democracy is complete. What, what since semblance when we have? Co- of it? Since, what, since <laughs> when did the Supreme Court run the country? They've they've had a lot of power and influence. I know, for a but long like time. I've but never known them stayed. to be this much this much because it's, it, we me, haven't had a six to three court in a long time. And, and, and you know what? It goes back to that dick that we were talking about, Mitch McConnell. And here's yep. what he did: he played the long game. And here's where Republicans outclassed and outsmarted the Democrats. Here's what the Republicans did. They started all the way down at the ground level, at the city council, county commissioner level, and they built their power from that level up. While 100%. The, while the Democrats are hanging out, jerking off George Clooney in Hollywood, Republicans <laughs> are getting people elected at the local level. No, he, he realized when Obama You're got right. elected. Right. When they're jerking got, off George Clooney, we're getting the fucking guy, you know, the mayor of St. Pete. To work, right? We're getting the mayor of St. Pete. We're getting the, <laughs> we're getting the, we're getting the sheriff. We're going to get the district attorney. Yep. Then we're going to get the state senator. And we're going to get the house and then we're going to get the governor and then we're going to write fucking state laws any way we want. And how do you like that? And Mitch McConnell is the one that came up with this whole fucking plan. And he's giving the finger to everybody now saying, what are you going to do about it? Because nobody in Kentucky is going to vote me out. And I'm the leader of the Republicans and you need 60 senators to do anything. So 
you can smile and fucking blow me. Yep. <laughs> no, it's 100% right. He knew that if he could win the court, and that's why he blocked. I mean, the, the blocking of Merrick Garland, Garland was is, ridiculous. It's and first of all, absurd. First of all, Obama took that way too lightly. Pussy. He, he took it way. He should have. He Flipped the fuck out on that deal. He should have sued because it says in the Constitution yeah. that they have a job to advise yep. and consent. He should have said. He should have filed. Absolutely. Merrick Garland or him should have filed a, a, a lawsuit suit would have gone before the Supreme Court and they would have been able to determine whether or not McConnell is forced to take that issue up. He said that uh, Obama's, a lame, it was 10 months left in his presidency. He said he's a lame duck president. He's already had two Supreme Court justices. He doesn't get a third. It doesn't, that doesn't even, it's so not it's even not, a it's thing. Not, it's not a thing. It's not even a thing. It's not even the not Constitution. Even a rule. It's not it, even a rule. It, it, if, if you're still the president, you can appoint who, or you know, it, nominate who you or want. Whoever you want. And it's the Senate's job to advise a consent. And McConnell looked at Obama in the face and said, I'm not even giving you a hearing and at that moment Obama said oh should have said you know what I'll see you in fucking federal court yep. buddy force them force them to take it up and act on it and, so and, Obama pushed the fuck out he big time pushed the fuck out and I don't know do, why. now listen now Brian do Democrats know that do, do Democrats know that Obama fucked up on that deal I mean ones that care and 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 no people but, that are smart as no, you and Hatley no yeah people like Brent and I know but but that but the average Joe on the street I didn't know is yeah. like they, I didn't know that Obama had one of his Supreme Court nominee shoved up his ass and told they weren't going to do it. I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's that's who Kavanaugh got that slot. Yep. And so, and he was, he was When's like, the last time? What lifetime? What era? What year? What presidency was the last time? Was it six three? God, it's been I can, it not in any time in our 50s? lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Not any time in our lifetime. Not any time in our lifetime. Fifties no. to thirties. I don't even know. And uh, has know, it ever been six three? I I I, I, I want to say that it has. I think with the Warren Court, it may have been. Um, but I'm not. I'm not exactly. Hey sure. Siri, when's the last time the Supreme Court had a six-three Republican majority? But even before Republican, Republican or, or, I mean, or any yes. majority, conservative, I guess you would have to say. But 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 Brian, but you can even. All right, hold on. Sorry, go ahead. Shut up, bitch. All right, go ahead, guys. So so the the thing is, the Supreme Court. Yes, they were conservative. The Supreme Court is at its most conservative now from the last seventy-five years. Yeah, yeah. I said 1950s. Yeah, you did. Yeah. The last time. Yeah. So so, but it even when they were conservative, right? Even when they were conservative, they still took pride in their rulings and they took pride in the way that they ruled and they were appointed for life and they thought of themselves as kind of above this left right fray. Right. And, and and you see that in some of their rulings, like Justice Black and his First Amendment rulings. And he was a stare conser- decisis meant something. It did. It absolutely like like precedent. Stare decisis means let the decision stand. Yeah. So it, it means don't mess with it. You know, it, I, I don't agree with it. I think it's not right, but it's the way the law has been decided. And so we're going to let the decision stand unless it's unless it's egregious like Plessy v. Ferguson yeah. that had to be overturned by Brown v. Board of Education. But that is a good reason to turn over something that is obviously wrong and right. obviously unconstitutional and obviously goes against the 14th Amendment. It is just it is ridiculous now that every one of them, well, eight of the nine of them went to Harvard or Yale. Eight of the nine of them are Catholic and the other one's an evangelical. They are all nine religious nuts and none of them, none of us have ever voted for one of them. Nope. And that is a huge problem. And we have rural, the, the rural control of the Senate and their job as it states in the Constitution is to advise and consent. consent. And Mitch McConnell said, I'm not going to do it. And what are you going to do about it? And, but nobody, eh? did, and nobody did anything. Nobody. And he knew that they weren't going to do anything because the Democratic Party is a bunch of feckless, powerless. Chuck Schumer is maybe the worst 
thing for the Democratic Party ever. He's weaker because, than Harry Reid. I don't know he, even how that's possible, and, but he is. And, and he's against this Goliath Machiavellian motherfucker who comes from the state of Kentucky, looks like a turtle, talked, is inarticulate, and yet is somehow the really the most influential man in America. Oh, by, Mitch, a, Mitch by a long shot. Yes. By a long shot. And yes. Mitch McConnell, Why didn't he run for president? Because he knows that that's not where the power is. Because he has more power than the president. <laughs> he, nobody, as the president of the Senate, he controls everything that happens in this country. Well, I mean, Pelosi is the, oh no, she's the president she's, of the House. She's the Speaker of the House. She doesn't have near what Mitch McConnell has. Mitch McConnell, I just found another article that was dated July 5th, which is even more recent than the other one. It says that the Supreme Court is the most conservative in 90 years. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it, probably all true yeah yeah and it's it's in it, it's it's even just beyond conservative they have a specific religious agenda that they are trying to eliminate the separation of as church a, and state as an ag- being agnostic borderline atheist but, but agnostic nonetheless i mean that's exactly how i describe myself more agnostic that I, I, fair. I, I mean that's actually the most fair because nobody actually i'm agnostic knows. Yeah, I'm, as well I'm, I'm I'm agnostic i lean the, towards there, but I, at the end of the day, something started something, right? <clears throat> right, right. So I'm you know, like, listen, here's a, I don't necessarily. Matter did not just appear. I, I, I'm not like your mom, Brent, and, you know, I believe in Jesus and God and all that stuff. But I'm not, I, I, I think that maybe there might be something, but I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's kind of what that's I. A, I think that's the. I think that's, that's a the, very safe position to it, take. And it's the most honest position to take because yeah. nobody actually knows. I'm an atheist because I'm a real arrogant dick. And I think that. What's in the ninety nine point nine 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 percent percentile? Right. This is all a random set of events, and you're going in the fucking ground. That's exactly mm-hmm. kind of how I feel. I feel that when it's over, I lean it's towards over. that heavily. But it, but but intellectually, right? And and it may be my inability to think broader. And maybe if I took some psychedelic mushrooms, I could see this. <laughs> um, let's say the Big Bang or whatever theory you want to go with. What what caused that? Well, we don't know yet. Right. We don't know yet. And, <clears throat> and so because we don't know yet. Right. The fact that there could be this higher power, but then what made that higher power? Right. Yeah. Like even the child knows if God made everything, who made God? Yeah. Like those questions keep rising. But hold on. So I'm agnostic. I I think that our generations are becoming less like Brent's mom. And and I don't mean that disrespectfully. Your mom's heavy evangelical. Correct. Am I right? Correct. Very much so. I guess, in fact, it's caused huge strifes in your family. Correct. Well, no, she's, you know, she's finally resigned to the fact that we're getting along good now because she finally resigned to the fact that, that she's not going to change That's it. That's her lost cause. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, but, like, she loves you as a mother, but there have been, you know, you, your dad and, and, and you and her have all been battling over your, yeah. your very, very um, nonsensical and yet you know, very educated and well-read religious decisions. You're far more well-read than your mom. You know, you haven't. Your mom was. It comes from the era of when they indoctrinated, you know, religion into you, especially in the south. Especially in the south. But that being said, you know, the younger generation, I think, is becoming less evangelical and less like your mom. And so you would think that the people that govern our our our, our lives would be less like less evangelical. And it seems like they're more than they. It's worse than they were in the fucking fifties. Uh, you got that hundred percent right. I, it's like it's like we're getting because well, they're angry because it, it's worse than it was in the fifties because they've had more, because more people their aren't opinion, buying their they've, bullshit. They've had it shoved down their throats for seventy years now, 
and and so the you know the the social revolution of the 60s and into the 70s has now that's the point at which now they're like oh okay now it's our time to shine and so, so it's now not they just, feel like they got to really 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 make some huge decision big big time knee jerk decisions well, to right to right the ship so we're to speak. so far down the road that they're yanking us back and the, the the distance they have to pull us back is so fucking far yeah that's the problem we just need is, a regular collar we don't need a choker yeah the, right? exactly but to them the choker doesn't doesn't work it's not enough and as brent said it's never enough it's never enough for for the, the for the theocracy it's never enough for for them and they're going to continue to put and and there is no there is not going to be anything to stop them because the Democrats are not united. Because the system is set not to stop them. Well, if it starts costing the true power brokers a tremendous and inordinate amount of wealth and, and destabilization, then maybe something will be done. But Brent, never, Brent, it, how many how many did you say went to Harvard? Uh, so eight of the nine went to Harvard or Yale. And, but don't you think that that in itself is it, a problem? And the other one went to Notre Dame. Yeah, it, absolutely. 100%. I mean, like, absolutely. It, like the Supreme Court's supposed to be the ultimate checks and balance of our country. Is it, it is, not? It, yes. And not the most bought and paid for. Correct. And the thought wise, they are, that is the least diverse group of people because they now, were all taught by the same people. If you look at, yeah, right. If, and, and if you look at the, the Supreme Court, What's what's both ends of the spectrum? Who's the kookiest right and who's the snowflakest left? I think Sotomayor would probably be the most left at this point. Sotomayor is the most left, and the kookiest right is by far Clarence Thomas. For real? Oh, a hundred. Uh, he was him. And he Sco- is insane. He's, his wife is completely batshit. She was trying to to overturn the election. Yeah. So Clarence Thomas, when I, I was he a Reagan appointee. He was Reagan. Yes. He, was, I, yeah. he, was, he was a Reagan appointee, and, and like and like Brent said, he was uh, uh, bolstered Bi- and helped out by Biden. By Biden was the the head of the because Biden's a big Catholic. Yeah, Biden is a huge Catholic, a pro life Catholic. Didn't he look at long dong silver and have pubic hair on a cocaine? Yeah, and, and Anita Hill, who this woman has a law degree, she's a lawyer, she is articulate. She was working at the Justice Department, trying. She was she actually did want to make a difference. She it's, she's a really good person deep down. They made they spun her out to be a cook job, right? She comes forward to say that this guy sexually harassed me. This guy is is, is a maniac, and but the Republicans not only stuck up for Thomas, but Biden went hard at this woman. It helped her a lot that somebody from the left was coming at her and and pretty much defending Thomas over this. And yeah, I mean, that probably just pretty much gave. Thomas all the approval he needed when he had a Democrat that was calling her kook job, right? Yeah, exactly. Biden, that's when he was, yeah. what, a senator from Vermont or whatever he, he was from? Senator, senator Delaware. from Delaware, and he was, I believe he was the chairman of the, the Senate Judiciary Committee, so it was on him how that hearing went anyway. And, and, and on top, and you know what? it was, it was a, a 52 people, to 48 vote. But what a lot of people don't realize today, and Brian, if there's one thing that I learned from you and Brent today, and, and that is the fact that I didn't know Obama could have gotten a Democratic, you know, justice on there. One it, one one nominated by he was him. actually Bush. And, 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 and oh, that was Bush. It was Bush, but but the Demo- What's even crazier about it? No, is about the guy that the Obama Democrats, didn't fight for. The Democrats had fifty-seven seats in the Senate at that point, and, and, and Thomas and, got on. And Thomas got on because eleven Democrats uh, switched sides. He he barely passed fifty-two forty-eight, but eleven Democrats voted uh, with with the Republicans. And Biden on him. was the, the the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee at that, that time. Held, that held that, that held. So the hold hearing. on. So did Obama not have that? Did, was that was that was Bush? No. no 
so so Obama, what he had was Mitch McConnell was in charge of the Senate. So Mitch McConnell just said flat out, no, we're not even going to hold a hearing. In like, in like January or February, he said, well, you're not getting a hearing from our Senate on your nominee. We're going to let it be an empty seat. Which which created you know uh, some you havoc some you know? havoc because you can't have four to four decisions right. because what happens in that instance is the lower court ruling stands but the Supreme Court essentially hasn't rendered an opinion yeah it, it, absolutely so, so hold on so isn't there like a rule where within a certain amount of period of if you're the president and like what's 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 the process take to get a person nominated and confirmed what so, is that so so on the couple months so in the constitution it says the senate's role is to advise and consent so the senate has to hold a hearing the the committee the judiciary committee votes it goes out of committee and it goes to the full senate and it's just a straight up or down vote so what Mitch McConnell did was, <clears throat> but isn't that only a few months? Yeah, it could be a few months. It could be they could get it done in a month if they want. I mean, they, right. they could get it done in what three? What Comey Barrett was pushed D- through days. That's days. What I'm saying so. Obama couldn't say, "Motherfucker, you say only got 11 months left, but bitch, no, I'm, I'm gonna. I have the ability as the president to sue you, right? And and, and to put up a fight and get my guy through because really at the end of the day, it's my pick, and you're supposed to advise, advise and consent. And that's the thing that Obama got wrong was the he by by McConnell saying I'm not even going to give you a hearing you can that's a concrete statement you can bring into court and saying he's violating the constitution yes he's refusing to hold up his heard, and now who would have heard that first argument it, first it would have gone to the federal court in DC yeah is it would have gone to the federal court Emer- in D- it's an emergency injunction it's an emergency and, injunction well, if it goes yeah. to the federal court of DC Obama wins that one and then it goes to the the court of appeals in DC and he wins and he wins that and one and then it goes to the supreme, supreme court, court and, and it's 4-4 four, four there and so it, it so it goes down to the local level again no, it would be it would no no it, it, it was split four four. It doesn't mean the court would rule four four. If the court r- rules four four, then it goes back to the lower it, court. It, it stays to the lower court. The oh lower yeah 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 yeah. If it was man, tied, right. yeah no, he would have won this. Right, there's absolutely no way, there's no way for him to no lose because he would have won. won on both lower right. courts. Right, correct. Then it goes to the Supreme. It splits. Now it goes back to the lower court, and he won that. Yep. Correct. Boom. There's, there's Fuck no my dick, Mitch McConnell. My my fucking person's getting in, and now we're not in the fucking conundrum that we are today. Then McConnell decides how much of a constitutional crisis he wants to. To create because how do you force him to do that the court has told him now does he get held in contempt of court it is an injunctive order so then that gets really interesting like how much does mcconnell want to fight but we should have seen that play out and you got to fight mcconnell because mcconnell is not going to give an inch ever and, ever ever and it could have ended his the- career it could have that could have been the death knell for mcconnell because if you if he's still refusing and he has to be arrested for or, or, or held in contempt and arrested for failing to comply that- that just showed you how much of a order? fucking pussy Obama was. That's exactly right. Obama was. Obama was constantly worried about his own legacy. Correct. See, that's Rather than the what Democrats need to take a hard long look and say we're in this fucking spot I, because of fucking Barack Obama. Have, Did you ever say that? I have, const- right. I have constantly said that Obama shied away from race relation and racial issues, which led us to, in part, to where not not wholly. Again, partially. He could have done so much more, but he did not want to be known as the militant black guy. Right. He did not want to be known. So he fucked his party. He, yeah, he, he did. He 
was for, more concerned about his own legacy than he was. Instead of let's good, go, yeah. Brandon, they should be thanks, Joe. Uh, thank you, Barack Obama, uh, you right, fucker. Right, because because Obama was worried about his legacy, and I get a Netflix deal after this, and well, I get paid two million, legacy, two million dollars yeah. per speech. Like he, he, those were all his calculations. I'm going to ride off into the sunset, and this is none of this is going to. He didn't affect want me. the fight with McConnell because then that becomes the his legacy. It dirties him up a, 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 a lot. Yeah, and 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 that is. And so meanwhile, he doesn't fight. Can, McConnell and McConnell deep down says, "You know what? I, I got you, bud." And and they play and they play cool together, right? Yep. yep. And 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 that is, well, gets a they big make victory. they make deals, right? This right. is all about making deals. Oh, oh, it's, like, uh, it's just like fucking House of Cards, but, but worse. So but worse. Biden, Biden just made a deal with uh, with McConnell. Biden just agreed oh, this is to appoint a pro life uh, DCA judge. Um, in Kentucky, in, in Kentucky, in yep. exchange for McConnell finally allowing, uh, uh, pulling off the, and allowing his appointees, all of a, uh, a Biden's appointees, to get but, approved. But, but not even, not even judicial appointees. They're no, only all. Uh, no, but their appointees. The, the the deal Biden made was for appointees to, for jobs at the Justice Department. Yeah. They're not even lifetime appointments. Yeah. So you're trading a lifetime appointment from a pro life judge, which Biden is pro life. Let's be honest. From a pro life yeah. judge, this isn't much of a, a concession by Biden. <laughs> he's given he's given yeah. him a pro life judge for a lifetime appointment for two things that are not a lifetime appointment it, it is that that was the deal he made when he thought nobody was looking and then this road decision comes down and he's like oh no 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 we're not going to do that yeah. and the other thing that schumer did this is how weak that guy oh is. he's the worst here's what schumer did while while uh trump was president and uh, schumer had the ability to hold up federal judges he made deal uh, deals after deal after deal with yep. mcconnell to massively let uh, all these guys onto the federal bench. Yeah, no, because here's the thing: is the the you can say what you want about Mitch McConnell. He's he, he wins. He he's principled in his position, and he is not going to take his eyes. The problem with somebody like Schumer is he doesn't have he doesn't have the principles. He doesn't the have the, of his scru- the scruples that McConnell does. And McConnell is committed to his endeavor, and they'll take little victories because they're not they're not concerned with the big picture. That's why somebody like McConnell at this point does in Mitch history McConnell is so dangerous. G- does he basically run the GOP? He, he runs the he, he runs absolute, the country right he absolutely now. runs the GOP because you know what those 50 senators that, that Mitch they fall in line. They, Mitch McConnell whips those senators like nobody ever they, has they in the in history line. of the. I mean, you do not. If you're a senator, I don't care what state you come from. If you're a Republican senator and you go to Washington D.C., you do what the fuck Mitch McConnell tells you to do. Period. But, because he's the one. You know who didn't? John McCain, because he <laughs> he knew he was on the way out, and so he, he had fatal brain cancer. So yeah. he was like, "What are you going to? What can you possibly do to me now?" And that's why he. Well, plus McCain that's why he so stopped uh, the, Amer- the ACA from getting uh, repealed. completely repealed, which would be a ter- <laughs> without a replacement plan. ACA is not great. Okay, I, it's it's a boondoggle to the insurance industry. I get all that. It ain't great, but please, for the love of God, can we get some other plans in place? And, Before and, we go tearing down our new, our, let's tear down. This home sucks. This home sucks. We need to tear it down. Well, where are we going to live after this? We'll worry about that after we tear down this right, house. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but as the senators that want to keep yeah. their keep their jobs and have a career oh, in politics, they do what McConnell says. It's it's also easier because the Republican Party is not a party of great nuance. The Democrats get caught up in so much nuance and it doesn't matter. bullshit that doesn't matter. Republicans understand the number one rule in politics. There's the number one rule in politics is this. Win first. Yep. Because losers don't govern. Yep. 
That is the rule that Mitch McConnell understood, and he started at the bottom and built it from the bottom up, and that's why he has the most power in this country, and that's why you can't do shit about it unless there is one answer. There's only one answer. That well, the only I, answer would be somebody to beat Mitch McConnell, but nobody's going to run against that motherfucker. You, you can't beat him in Kentucky yeah. because that would be Kentuckians giving he just, up their power. He but, just won by a margin that is almost inconceivable, So, given, <laughs> given the Democrat. Is it given like the Grady Judd-type yeah. margin. So, 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 so Brian's right. Kentucky elected a Democratic governor and yeah. still elected Mitch McConnell by, by like 35. So. By, he didn't just win. He went by like 35, 40 so how points. Do you, how, do you, how do you beat him? So against, against, gonna... against a war veteran, like a, a great candidate on the Democratic side. She wasn't a bad candidate. Oh, she was great. She wasn't super liberal. No. She was perfect for the state of Kentucky. McGrath. Uh, she was a Marine Corps pilot. Yeah, Marine Corps pilot. I like her. Yeah, she was, she was really good. Yeah, but got murdered. But give it to me. Here's how you win. There's, there's only one way. To get McConnell out. There's only one way to, to take control of this country back. He gets in a sex scandal. The, the rural white America has to be gentrified by city folk. So we need everybody in big cities to move to places like Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and Cleveland, Mississippi, and he's uh, right, Gadsden, though, Alabama. Because, because the consolidation and, and with gerrymandering now, it's going to make it but, impossible for Democrats to win at the state because level. Because all the smart people move to big cities because that's where the best paying jobs are. There is right. nothing right. and no jobs out in rural America. But what they do have is they have control of the Senate, and they because of that— they have control of the Supreme Court. And if you want to change that, <clears throat> what you need is big companies to move their headquarters to places like Mississippi and have a bunch of people move there because that will flip the balance of power in those states. Yeah, no, he's right. It's just it's a generational task. That, I mean, it's a 20 year plan at best. And, and, and you have to convince somebody who's living right now in Miami that Murfreesboro <laughs> is a great spot to raise. In their our family. lifetime, we're relatively we're all relatively within 10 years. I think Brian, yeah. you are probably are the youngest. What are you, Brian? 30. I'm 40. You're 40. Brit- just turned forty. Fifty one. Brent's fifty one. I'm you know, I'm fifty six. So we're all within ten years or so. And like during 16, our, our, during our lifetime, is it ever going to get any? Are we fucked for yeah, the for the rest of our lives? We are because for the reason that Brian said, like the reason I said, is it theoretically a way that you could fix it? Yeah. But the thing is, is you got to convince people. And this is what I learned in Manhattan. Convince people. How about convince fucking 20-year-olds who are pissed off when something isn't done right this second? Nobody knows. That's the other thing. But you got to convince people. (laughs) I learned this in Manhattan. There's lots of smart people don't have kids. Yep. And you got to convince people that don't have kids and expendable income, people that want to live in places like St. Petersburg, Florida, to move to uh, bumfuck Alabama. How many kids do you have, Brent? Zero point How many zero. kids do I have? One. I am not interested. I got one kid who hates me. That you know <laughs> of. Sorry. I'm not, interested in, I'm not interested in not living in St. Pete. I'm not interested in living in these shitty right. r- rural southern states. I come from one of them. You're going to move to Hattiesburg. I'm not moving to Hattiesburg. I'm not moving to fucking western Louisiana where the raging Cajuns are. None of that shit. I'm living by the beach. With for tits and ass, and so that's the problem: is the jobs are in New York City, the jobs are in Los Angeles, the jobs are in San Francisco. If you're in tech, that's they they have more revenue than all the other 40, 49 states combined in tech. That's where the jobs are. The only state that's even going to come close to flipping to blue, besides Georgia, because that's because Stacey Abrams figured out how to put together a, a voting plan for African Americans and get them now, to does, the polls. Does, does Georgia go black back red uh, for twenty twenty four? 
2024, it could maybe, but, but, but I don't think the so. demographics suggest otherwise. Yeah, it would take it would take a pretty how about Arizona significant event. Same thing with the demographics in Arizona. The demographics in Georgia and Arizona change the demographics. Well, people are fleeing California to Dude, Arizona, correct. so you're That's getting gonna blow it. It's gonna, and the old people who retire in Arizona are dying. Are dying. Yes, so yes. so yes. those homes are being bought how up about by Wisconsin? How about Texas. Wisconsin? Is, Texas is the next big state to flip. That's what I was going to say. The yep. next the next one that's going to flip because the Democrats will Texas always be, goes blue because yes. here's why in, in the next 20 if, it, in the next 10 15 years. Here's why cuz they've kept minorities from voting in Texas for a long time because if all the minorities there that want to vote were allowed to vote because they have some very strict voting laws in Texas. If the minorities Man, you look a little too tan there, Leroy. You can't vote. There's all I mean, kinds seriously. of little tricks they do in Texas to poll make, watching. And I'm being yeah. obviously facetious, but it's bad. I mean yeah. Roe vs. Wade is about a guy named Henry, Henry Wade yep. in uh, who was a Dallas prosecutor who was if you're an African American man and you were just you lived within a mm. mile of anything that happened, they would come fucking lock you up in the sixties. Absolutely. Period. And, and I, I, I think he killed I, I, Brent, I, I think there was one thing I'm fairly well read up on. I think he killed like 10 or 15 that they've now proved innocent African-American men on the death penalty. Well, they, they, they definitely, there was a, a white guy, his name was Cameron, I'll give you the case, Cameron Todd Willingham. Uh, got convicted by Henry Wade, a guy named Douglas Mulder, who worked for Henry Wade, and they convicted him based on, here's what Henry Wade would do in court. <clears throat> he would get you into court, and Brian will tell you this, there's an exception to the rule where you have to turn your witness list over to the defense, mm-hmm. and the exception is if a witness pops up that you didn't know about before, that witness can be allowed. It's funny, because Henry Wade and his office, run by a guy named Douglas Mulder, did that in almost Every a single pop-up case. witness. Oh, we didn't know it's about trial this by ambush. It's what we call it. It's yeah. trial right. by ambush. It, 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 there's rules to prevent that from happening. And and the, these judges in the Dallas area would allow it almost every single time. And, and so re- all of a sudden, man, this here guy saw what we didn't have it on it, but now we do. And right. he saw that black guy pull the trigger. Yep. And that he would do that, and he, there were so many wrongful convictions under and uh, and, well, and he was very racist. And if you were Super a black racist, guy yeah. within, you know. A mile of uh, you could have been eating dinner with your fi- a family with five witnesses, and you know a white woman got you know raped three doors down, and your entire family saw you. Everybody else, nope, no, they'd and, lock your ass up. And and he would pop up a witness that says that you were the it, during the trial to say that you were there, and then yeah. the defense would say, I didn't get this witness. I, 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 I haven't had a chance to question this witness. I haven't had a chance to, to look into their anything. And they would. <clears throat> Well, Your Honor, we just honestly we just found we out just about found this, out about it this this, this morning. Right. And the judge would go, "Okay, I'm going to allow it." Like it is, it, it is, it, it was ridiculous what what was done there. And there was a show called, if you want to go back and watch it, called Dallas DNA. Where I think I did watch a little bit. That's where I got some of my stats. Where they go back and they unwind a lot of these cases based on DNA evidence, which they didn't have when Henry Wade was the uh, the district attorney. Who was the, who was the African American guy, Brent? That me, you, no, Kevin. Uh, it was like in Polk County or something like that, and I remember we had him on our show. He had gotten out, and and he had, he was he was riding his bike one day, and, the, and there was like uh, they 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 the the DNA the sperm that the woman that was in the woman's panties was left out in and it was in an evidence bag, but yep. never ever never touched, pro- it. Never, never touched never it. Never touched it. This guy's name was James Bain, and what we had to help him with, he got let out with the with the DNA. <laughs> he got Brian Hadley, a fucking walking encyclopedia. <laughs> he is amazing. He gets let out. I got to take these mushrooms based to on... find a way to get them. <laughs> you got to get tattoos of mushrooms immediately. <laughs> <laughs> 
so he gets out, right, based on the DNA evidence. Yeah. And then the state of Florida, there's a formula of about how much money you get. But yeah. if you were wrongfully convicted, they were holding his money and not giving him his yeah, money. They owed him like $1.35 million and they weren't going to give him his money. You should get that as you're going out of the, the courthouse. Yes. Yes. It should be, it's set up in an account for you already, right so now. you can right. get set up as the second you get out. The minute you get out, they it give should... you the ATM card that's hooked up to that account, right? Right. So we had to go get Kevin for him to, to, to get him his money for being wrongfully convicted. Yeah. Yeah. It was it, it, it you know it was insane. It, it, the how this how our judicial system works. Well, hold on, and yeah, everything. you and I. I mean, all three of us can attest. I mean, we've seen just on oh the local God. level how unfair it could be. It, I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, look it, what just look what it really I is. Mean, how many how many people? And I'm not trying to make this about me, but Brian, you're a lawyer. Do you know of any other human being that's been on trial four times? On on real trial. That's not an actual mobster. That's not an actual mobster or murderer, no. <laughs> no, no, like, no, no, not even actual, like, do you know of anybody personally? Yeah, I've, I've when I was growing up in Newport Ritchie, a lot of people got into drugs and have had, you know, a, a unfortunate How many are 4-0? Oh no, they're all nobody. No, nobody has any W's. <laughs> like how many? Okay, let me ask you. I know how many are four and zero. Oh? Yeah, no, no, Zero. I don't know when the, when, 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 the, when the game when the game was when the highest ranking motherfucker has this mentality. In this case, you said your office deemed it a crime, but in fact, a jury determined that it wasn't a crime. Correct? Well, we we can get very philosophical. <laughs> no, we really can't. If you choose to, the the jury verdict says. Not guilty. Yes, sir. It doesn't say innocent. Brian, as a officer of the court, you're not going to like my answer. <clears throat> as though. the no, as the officer of the court, is there anything that a standing state attorney could say that would be less fair and and, and break protocol as to the? And also, the, the office that he represents. What he is saying is technically correct. It's not though, and I'll tell but, you why. Well, it's technically correct because the jury, in your case, they they ruled so quickly. There was it was very clearly that you were, um, you were innocent. He's he's taking Brent's case too. Brent was but there he's, too. He's taking two different things. He he took so if you listen to Greg Herring's question, he said Bubba was hold not, on, on. not in this guilty. case. You said your office deemed it a crime. But in fact, a jury determined that it wasn't a crime. Correct. All right. So, that, I, so, mean, I, so think, I think I think I think Greg pretty much asked a great question. He then gets into this innocence part, which is different and 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 than what Greg Herring was saying. Greg Herring didn't say that you were completely innocent of any wrongdoing at all. He's saying you were not guilty of the crime that his department said you were guilty then of. And that makes you innocent, doesn't it? Yeah, so, Brian, you are what until you're, you're proven guilty? Innocent until proven guilty. So you are right. actually innocent. Right, right. The in, in, in the, the jury, sense. in a legal sense, the jury and does not check a box that says innocent, no, says, which they should be able right, to, by the way. Right. They should be able to check a box that's innocent, and then the prosecutor's fucked. It says guilty, not guilty. Right. That's the jury form. But right. in our system, in, in the, you yes. are innocent until yes. you are proven guilty. Yes. Now, Brian, and, and, well, if, well, and that's the philosophical side. We can get philosophical. And so let's take that a step further. You know, if Greg Herring wanted to be a motherfucker with him, he could have. It was, it, it was good that he didn't. Uh, it wasn't the, that like, sideshow wasn't necessary because it showed the jury that that the witness was being unreasonable. He didn't have to make him be more unreasonable. Correct. Well, we we can get very philosophical if you choose to. The the jury verdict says not guilty. Yes, sir. It doesn't say innocent. Yeah. I mean, it's it, what, well. That's, now, what, the, now, that's now, what the jury now, verdict says, but that's not how our system is. What our system is predicated Would a follow-up question, Brian, have been: Was not guilty and innocent offered on the jury? 
I mean, he I mean, could, he I mean, could have gone a, was down. Was that on the verdict form? And how many verdict forms have you have, have shown that uh, uh, under your tenure? You're now a four-term uh, state attorney, and how often do you put innocent on the but, jury form? But here's the problem with that. He, he could have done that. He could have. He said, well, innocent's never on the jury form. For that, that's, that's the reality. And, and so okay, that's so what's disingenuous about his statement is that they don't have that option. If they had had the option in your hog slider, I guarantee you that jury would have marked innocent, not, not guilty, innocent. So what's didn't the, do uh, anything wrong. You, said, you didn't prove jack shit. But as you said, you know, Greg chose to not shove it up his ass. Because if you're Brian Matroni and you feel like ass shoving today, what's the follow up question to Ober's answer? <laughs> Well, well, we let's get philosophical. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get philosophical, uh, Mister Ober. Okay, um, is a jury given the option at a at a criminal trial to define to find a defendant not guilty? I mean, innocent rather. Uh, Brent, you be Brent, you be Mark uh, uh, over and try to be a real horse's ass. Uh, well, that's uh, in our system we mark things uh, guilty or not guilty. So the jury's not given the option, correct? Well, that's not an option. That's in the not criminal an justice system. <laughs> okay, and, Wait, I love it. And so when somebody is found not guilty, they're found not to have been proven to have committed any crimes, correct? They're saying that it wasn't proven beyond and to the exclusion of any reasonable <laughs> doubt. And there's a presumption of innocence for every single individual when they're charged with a crime in America, is, is there not? That is how the justice system is supposed to work. But when you come into court, you are either guilty or you're not guilty, and it's the job of my office to prove it or not I, and, <laughs> that's really good and, and this is pretty damn good this is why you you're don't trying to go fucking, but, like but, trying, you're, trying, you're trying to smash a cockroach you can't catch a little exactly. motherfucker but right? this is you why, know you're gonna get him but this is why greg herring doesn't do that with him because now we're it's gonna be a pissing 20 match. questions pitch, pissing match where you've already shown that he's biased against you that was the whole point of the question and he just did it for you without doing it for you, you because of his I arrogance Brent will tell you i became unfucking oh, I, know you I, I wanted to i wanted to fire greg herring right Right there on the spot. I looked at Jay and I go, I'm firing him. He goes, well, what do you mean? I go, I'm firing that motherfucker. He goes, what? What do you mean? I go, we could, that is the biggest bunch of bullshit. Why didn't he just fucking pepper him? He goes, he's, he's got, st- please He knew what him. he was doing. Yeah, and, and that was just because you just didn't, all you wanted the jury to think was that this guy didn't like you. And that, that question and that answer proved that this guy won't even concede that you were found not, Man, that how, you didn't commit rare, the crime that you were accused how of. How rare is it? For the sitting state attorney elected. to testify, elected, <laughs> elected state attorney to testify in a name calling case. That's rare. Oh uh, my I, first God. of all, how rare are name calling cases? Uh, Amber, right. Amber and Johnny. <laughs> right. And and how many politicians do we know that are lawyers and are prosecutors that if they were the state attorney and they were called it, they would have picked up the phone and called Phil Campbell and go, are you out of your fucking yeah. mind? Do yeah. you want problems with with my office for the rest of the time that you have your law Keep license? me off your fucking witness list. Right. Yeah. Or even called the judge up and said, hey, judge, you know, listen, I, you know, I mean, oh, right. Oh, could you could you have done that, Brent? He would, yeah. I, you know what? I guarantee you, Ober could have walked down there into Judge Arnold's there chamber, was, chambers was, and gone, listen, I don't want to be a witness here. This is bullshit. Oh, hey, Bubba, 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 I'm telling you right now, there was yeah. somebody who was very close to you that didn't really want to help. With, with because of those reasons because this is bullshit. But what, what do you mean? Well, I'll I'll mention it off the air. Yeah. What, so there was somebody close to me that didn't want to help. What with the with the the MJ trial? Oh, and they didn't want to help help with the testimony on the MJ trial. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That was that was one of my favorite days of testimony because I shoved it up John Ellis's ass in oh, front yeah. of the jury. 
And then they fucking dirty pooled me and wouldn't let Brent be there. Yeah, I. You know what? And then the the the, the plaintiffs called me as a witness first, so JD Yako got to cross examine me. Right. My, our attorneys. That is the one of the dumbest things. Yeah, I mean, like, like, like. Hold on. You would think, and I'm not trying to talk. I'm not going to mention any law firm names or anything like that. But Brian, you would think that that that's fucking lawyer 101 ain't it yeah i so, mean that's lawyer 101 for a possible get shoved up your ass right yeah it, it, i'm not even a lawyer and i know not to do that so so, so what i i you know what i did i have never told this story i went with well who are my now in-laws i went over and, and my father-in-law is an ex-tampa police officer and my mother-in-law is corporate was corporate america willie and I went to their house, and I had my wife ask me questions like Mr. Ellis would ask because I had sat in a deposition, so I knew exactly what questions he was going to ask. So I answered them a bunch of different ways, and these two people are conservative in the terms in the term of like <clears throat> how they b- conduct their lives. They're socially right conservative right. people, calm, right. calm people. They're not swinging at Caliente yeah. like you and your wife. Yeah, they're not wild. <laughs> right. They're not wild. So I wanted that. Caitlin's per- mom's not doing BBC this no, weekend. Oh no, right, I saying. wanted I wanted those two people to hear my answers and give me feedback on how I came off. They watch right. BBC. They don't right. take it. <laughs> <Yeah>. right. So <laughs> so they did. And they told me, you're coming off a little aggressive here. You're coming off mm-hmm. a little heightened here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what I did, when he would ask me a question, I would stop and I would turn my chair towards the jury and I slowed mm-hmm. my speech down two beats yep. to make sure that I explained clearly to the jury what was going on. And then what, what got him so pissed was like, why did you, wh- when did you make the, the, the decision to attack my client? And I was like, oh, I wouldn't use the word attack. He was like, well, what word would you use? I said, Criticize. And the jury foreman was like, boom, right there, the light came on. Yeah. You're allowed to criticize people yeah. in America. Yeah. Like, Especially a, pub- a public A person. public figure. That, like, And he was like, well, you guys said this, this, and this. And I was like, well, that was just to get under your skin. Listen, a lot of people don't realize, and I'm going to blow I'm gonna blow some smoke up Babyface's ass, but uh, one, of, one of the contributing facts that we prevailed, one, we didn't do anything wrong, and two, it was an absolute <laughs> fucking joke, but three... Brian fucking nailed it during Vordire. Now, Brian was about 10 years ahead of looking into people's social and things like that. You know, Brian, when we were doing Vordire, picking a jury, by the next... Brian, when we came well, back we the next morning. we had a very unique opportunity with your case that is not frequently present in a typical jury trial. But it was you that did trial. it. You yes, did I, it. I stayed. Just do it. I did not go to sleep that night. No, I know. So I, go I ahead and explain. You, so you, do? Oh, so you, you after don't know we this, got Brent? out of court, we no. had a list. We, had, we were down to a panel of, I think it was 19. I think it was 20. Or 20 potential jurors. Yes. But we, we actually, court uh, was in recess and the jurors were all given the instruction. You're all potential jurors. Don't read anything. Blah blah blah. I ran back to the office and I was no, up, literally ran ran back to the office <laughs> like Superman running through the fucking streets with his coat dangling. And, he did. I swear to the, God. For the next and flat foot leather loafers. For the next eleven hours, twelve hours, I was up researching, finding every ounce, every scintilla of evidence of of of, of information Public. I could about every single person on that jury who was a potential juror. Their Facebook so, page. I mean, their- I found people that were selling bikes, and, and I would take their area code. I, I could find their number. I would take their area code. Where were they from before, right? Where did they grow up? This information, you know, uh, okay, well, they have a 631. That person's originally from New York. Now they live in Florida. They've been in Florida 20 years, but we didn't get into, you can only ask them so many questions. Right. We had a dossier. I, I, I had a notebook 
that was a dossier on every single potential juror with every bit of it. Now, some of them didn't have as much as others. Some I had a ton of information and on. Some you had like nothing. She's from Carraway. I'm like, yeah, you know, I got she, nothing uh, on uh, St. Andrew's Church. That's why I was up until 5, 6 a.m. Right. doing all this because I was like, I got to find something on this juror. He had he had something. He at least knew where they lived and if they went to church or not. and if the What kid, they, they did had, for a living, yes. how much uh, roughly what, what party affiliation on every single one of them, uh, what they did for a living. And uh, where they where they lived and who they lived with. Let me I, I, let me so let me tell you this. Let me, so we we you know we definitely had a leg up. And and I mean listen, they hired that, have, that they, old swing and D uh, jury guy uh, expert. Remember they, what, they, Brent, they originally, Harvey. Yeah, Harvey. Harvey. That's yeah. who we used for the hog trial. Yeah, he was our fit, yeah. he was our jury guy. And you know you know you know vo- during voir dire during the hog trial. I used one of my peremptory strikes on, <laughs> so they first juror number one comes in and he looks like the Joel Osteen. He's a preacher. He looks like that shady of a guy, like pressed suit. I mean, easily four thousand dollar suit. Wow. And in the in in Dirks, who's the prosecutor, asking, "Can you be fair and unbiased here?" Uh, with that, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I can be fair and unbiased." And blah 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 blah. And I turn to Kevin. I go, "This guy thinks Bubba's the devil." Peremptory strike. Use it on him. I don't give a fuck. I get three. I'm using yeah. one. That guy right there. It's. It, I'll tell you about Brian. You win I'll, or lose in Vordai. I'll tell you about yeah, Brian. Oh, we did. We did. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a baby face deal. So we're starting the trial, and uh, and we all got uh, Zephyr Hills water bottles because that seems to be the popular water bottle. You know, that's what we brought in for water bottles. Brian comes in the next morning. <laughs> this is true. This is listen to this. Brian comes in the next morning. And I he, went to CVS. He went. Uh, he went to CVS, and he got. Uh, there was like four or five, 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 five. I think four or five bottles of water. We needed maybe six. And Brian opens up his briefcase, and there's six bottles. There's hardly any papers and shit. There's six bottles of Desante's wa- Dasani Des- water. Dasani water. water. I go. I I like Dasani water, but what the fuck's wrong? And he goes. Juror number three works at Pepsi. Pepsi distributes. No Coca Cola. I mean, juror number Coca-Cola three. Coca Cola plant. Juror number three works at Coca Cola. Uh, Coca-Cola's water is DeSante. <laughs> I love and, it. And so, Brent, we we drank DeSante water. That's the worst bottled water in the fucking world. But I'll tell you, Brent, <laughs> you don't think that that, you know, as she's watching us, you know, that you don't think that, oh, you know? Yes, I yes. mean, Brent, if you knew a guy and he had a gator, I mean, it, Brent, you could walk up to a guy and if he had a gator jersey on, you're automatically giving that guy a little bit more of a chance than the guy that's got to fucking Miami a hurricane jersey. Absolutely. And, and, right? and another thing is, is if I see somebody and I see any indication that they're a heavy metal fan, yeah. I give them benefit of the doubt. Right. They're part of our community. Uh, uh, yep. you, guy, you, yep. you see a guy that's got, you know, fucking Megadeth with some tattoos. Yeah, I'm and, like, you know, that guy's pretty cool. I'll, you <laughs> at least give that guy, you I know. I forgot about the Dasani thing. I was, did. I ran to CVS and I bought cases of Dasani and can, the I tell you what, can I tell you what J.D. Yako said? <laughs> so we got the waters. And J.D. Santos goes, leave it to that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> to, he, and, 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 then, and then I'm like, do you think it really matters? And Jay goes, Oh, optics are everything. Everything. 100%. Everything. everything. And, 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 and Jay was like, that's my boy, because you were working for their firm still. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> this a was 2012, lawyer. January 2012. Yeah, it was 10 years ago. You it were was a junior decade ago. Yeah, I, I was actually six, I was at that point five and a half years in uh, with them as an attorney. Was that one of your biggest coups in Vordire? Oh man, that was one of the first times that I really got to shine with them, and and I really had to. I mean, you know, that was. You think back to that. That was prop. That was pretty. Um, 
progressive and and you know to have that that was Amber Heard Johnny Depp that 10, was ten years prior that was really and you know I couldn't have we couldn't have done it but for the fact that it was such a controversial case and they couldn't get through to get enough jurors to be able to impanel a jury and that break that night gave us such an, an advantage in making sure we had the right people. You should have seen the hog trial, how many jurors they had to bring in because oh it was so God. highly publicized. But did they get it done in a day? No. Or did jury selection take no. two or three no. days? No. I think it was like at least week. two. I think it was at least two or wow. three. Yeah. Uh, so it, it took a while. because It's so it, rare that Because that we, we had four defendants. So on the yeah. defense side, yeah. we had 12 you have strikes. so many strikes. I got two stories And before. the, the, the prosecutor gets the same amount. So, I got two so no, they stories. Got three. Oh, they only get three? Yeah. They don't get it per defendant? Nope. Oh, see, I'm I not got, a criminal guy. Yeah. I don't know. I got two stories before we say goodbye because it's getting long. Two Brent Hatley stories. One of them is we're in Vordire or whatever. No, we're in a hearing with um, who was our uh, uh, Figueroa, Judge Figueroa, who I, know, I think is the the lead judge now on the Thirteenth Circuit. Oh my God! And he's there, and Brent turns to me and Brian. We have tapes of the event, you know, of the hog being of Andy being, you know, in the middle of Brent doing a live, you know, uh, Hindenburg like play by play, you know, <laughs> in the parking lot. And, you know, there's all types of voices and they want to they want they we've determined that like Manson and Spice Boy and other and, people. And they thought Ned was real. Yeah, and they thought. And so <laughs> if, if 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 the tape included them, then they that they struck that. They okay? had to strike it because we couldn't cross examine. Right. We couldn't cross examine them. And so the only time the only uh, stuff that was allowed would be. You know, me, Brent, Paul, or, or anybody that was being right. on trial. That was the only. So Brent figured out that Figueroa wasn't paying attention, right? So every time they play a real, a real, you know, they play an excerpt that they were trying to get into court, and it'd be real damning, and Hatley would go, Your Honor, that's not me. That's, okay, that, that's, that's Matt, Matt Lloyd. That's Matt Lloyd. Oh, no, nope, that was Mike Waters. And then, and so. They were like, okay, so. The, so Figueroa, like, like granted, they're, <laughs> so. Every one of them. So Figueroa wow. granted, like, three in a row. So Brent said. He's not. I didn't. I think he might be looking at porn on his computer or something. He's not paying attention. He was not. He was staring off into space. He so, was like leaning back in his chair. So Brent gave <laughs> Kevin the Iggy. So literally, like they got probably thirty percent of what they try. Of, 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 I mean, they got. Wow. They, they got Brent. They got gutted. They got gutted. He, and and Brent's the one that picked up on it. And Dirk stands up and he's like, "Your Honor, you're gutting my case." And so when they play the audio tape at trial for the jury, it makes no sense. It's, Doesn't make sense. It's two people of a five person conversation. Well, they were so stupid too because they never. Never called Kelly as a witness. They never no. called any witnesses. They never called. I mean, they could have built such a better. Not that they ever had a case against you, right? It was right. bullshit. But they could have built a better case against you than what they did. But they were so lazy. So the so, other, but, but they they also decided not to call the cops. We were like, we're calling the cops to the stand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we actually called the two. You know, we had. I think we had three witnesses: a veterinarian. Who, who, who a trapper? Was, uh, a, uh, yeah, uh, we had a veterinarian that testified that in the field, that's how you kill uh, hogs, and mm -hmm. that taking the te taking the nuts off is a way to make the uh, the the meat less gamey. That's a common practice. That was one of our experts from like Gainesville, and yep. then two of the police officers that said, "Yeah, we were there, we witnessed it, and we scoured our state statute books trying to find something." As we were being told on the radio to find something, and we couldn't find anything to arrest him for. And Kevin Hazel goes, "Officer, did you take anybody into custody that day?" "No, I did not. No further questions." <laughs> yeah, he wit he witnessed the act, and he so, didn't. <laughs> so Brent, now that it's been I don't know how many years, what twenty. 20 years yeah. since you and I were on trial. Oh, oh, two, yep. Do you remember, and I'm going to end it with this, Brian. So we are, we're in court one day, 
and it's the preliminary part. It might have been during Vordire. It was, it was during Vordire, yeah. And so it's not even the sexy part where the cameras are rolling. It's just, and me and Brent get out of court, and 98 Rock or Mike Oliveira or somebody was supposed to arrange for somebody to pick us up, but they forgot. And it was, Brent, do you remember? Yeah, it was nighttime it, and nobody, downtown it, Tampa was empty. It was like oh, yeah. 8 o'clock at this night. This is like back in 2002. Yes. There was nothing it there. It was like 8 o'clock at night. And Brent and I were sitting on a fucking park bench on Franklin Street, and there's not a soul around. And I go, so this is what it's come down to, Brent. <laughs> Me and you in downtown Tampa, and the motherfucker that's supposed to pick us up forgot. <laughs> and Brent's like, I know. We're oh, fucked. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, and we sat there, didn't we, Brent? We just sat, and I don't even know how. I think I, I don't even know I, how I, we got picked up. I don't either. I don't even remember, but I remember that moment. Like, we were just sitting out there. Like, literally nobody was around. Nobody. Like, I mean, like, we weren't high. We weren't no. nothing. We were just sitting there. And we're Been like, in you court know, all we're, day. <laughs> and we're like, well, you know what, buddy? We're fucking out of gas. <laughs> we are so fucked. You know, I have a similar one was the moment that uh, Judge Arnold kicked me out of the trial and said I couldn't have anything to do with it moving forward because of the whole, you know, Phil Campbell. DUI thing um, I had to literally pack up all my stuff into a box and walk all the way from the courthouse back to the Bank of America building which is a bit of a hike, yeah, yeah. It is a hike. It's about yeah. four all bucks. by myself after all this just happened and I it was just such a surreal depressing moment like I, I can completely this before after you testified. This was after I had already testified, which I lucked out so much. Which, on by that. the way, you lucked out and you fucking nailed it. They tried to break you down to zero, and you fucking nailed but, it. But I lucked out because my testimony went on at five o'clock, and all the reporters had to run downstairs to do their to live the spots. No, to do a live spot <clears throat> on the five o'clock news. Right. And and so I'm, I testified. They all come back up. I'm walking off the stand. They didn't hear. They didn't report. They didn't get any bit of, of your me fucking words on of it. your wordsmith and I bullshit. I would have been, but and it would have been fine. But I would have been all over the news. And that was a saving grace for me as well. Is that it did because my involvement was was not any. You know, it, it, first of all, Hold nothing on. happened. Your but, involvement was. Nothing that really seemed like a lot. They yeah. tried to really zoinksville you, like you really had this big briefcase caper and this big exchange and this big fuck. You know, realistically, you didn't have you. You went and got Never. the fucking briefcase and brought it to them. Never, ever. Right? Yes, I, I didn't even know it was a briefcase when I went to go get it. I was told, so I got called, and I was told that Phil Campbell had left personal effects in uh, Melissa's car, and I was told to go get them. So I actually took uh, all I had in my uh, in my office at that time was an old old trial bag, which is like hard sided, looks almost like a gigantic yeah. like coffin like briefcase. Right, right. So I carry that out, and you see me walking. Uh, there's a security footage because the FBI showed it to me multiple times. And I walk and I go and I open. I get to I meet up with Melissa who had just dropped off her kids because that's why she needed her car the next day, which is why I drove her home because otherwise we were just going to have the vehicle impounded like it normally would have been but she's like i have to get my kids to my in-laws they're going on a cruise with them i have to drop them off first thing in the morning so that's so that's why i drove her home that night so but didn't look in the back seat or nothing i get there i open up the back seat and i see it's tr phil's trial briefcase and i go holy shit oh Fuck. my god and so Becca. i called steve and i go steve this isn't personal effects this is fucking phil's trial bag what do you want me to do? And he said, put it in your car. Do not touch it. Do not look at it and bring it back to the office right now. 
I literally, one finger, or two fingers, it was heavy, two fingers lifted up underneath it, put it into my trunk, closed the trunk. I didn't want, that thing was, could have been a nuclear bomb. I'd wanted nothing to do with it. I'm nothing. Dri- if I'm if I find that, I'm driving out to Newport to Richie and chucking it into Moon Lake. Yeah, <laughs> then you're not, but now you're mo- even more well, fucked. Now, yeah, now. If- Good, I mean, it, Brian, had, yeah, well, still. I mean, well, did, now hold on, Brian. I know we can talk a little bit about this, but didn't the FBI just absolutely, when you were, when they had you like on a grand jury or some bullshit, just freak you the? I mean, didn't they just absolutely grill you every fucking way they could? I was interrogated by the FBI uh, and the U.S. Attorney for about twelve hours total uh, over the course of two sessions. Um, and, and you wouldn't break, would you? It wasn't a matter of, well, yeah, break, I guess, because they wanted me to say things that weren't factual and truthful. Part of the problem was they had, they had con- so this is the way the FBI works. Oh, trust me, I know. <laughs> they, They'll pencil whip the fuck out of I'll you. I'll tell you, they, 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 me too. they so. operate from a conclusion, and then they yes. draw the and lines they, and back And then they reverse engineer meet. it. They yes. reverse engineer. Yep. So they have They know what conclusion. they want, now they, they just got to make it happen. And they, they can usually do it because the U.S. attorney gets away with all kinds of things like Brady violations and everything else. Yes. That's why they have a 99.9% conviction rate yes. in federal, federal court. So, yeah, they, they literally say they can convict a ham sandwich. They can convict because, any... A, a, yeah. a U.S. attorney can convict anyone. And right. I've seen it play out firsthand. And if you, this was eye-opening to me because I was naive... Had you know no problems in my life ever, and so seeing the way you start and, fucking hooking up with me, buddy, you got problems <laughs> in this town. There's some you're truth my friend. To that. No, uh, you start. You want to be my friend? You're gonna have some fucking blowback, you, buddy. You know, not the good kind. No, so, <laughs> not the kind that Caitlin's giving a gallant. <laughs> so they kept they kept trying to con- <laughs> they kept trying to connect these dots. And I kept having to stop them saying, no, you guys are connecting this dot to that. This is all the way up here. This is nowhere near where you guys think it is. This is, has nothing to do with what you're saying. Meanwhile, they knew the truth because they had my cell phone data. Right. They knew that everything that I was telling them was 100% truthful. And they still kept pressing me and trying to convince me otherwise. Yeah. It was disgusting what happened in that situation. And the, the the livelihoods and careers that were lost as a result of it are tragic. Oh. And everything that played out was awful. But because nothing it was, was such, the way it was portrayed to be. It was such a wheat witch hunt for Steve. It but was they had such a, a bullshit witch hunt. And, the, it was, and, and Bob Buckhorn had a lot to do with the fucking witch, witch hunt. The, yep. pro- and, the and, bigger and, problem was the Florida Caster, bar. Jane Castor had a lot to do with it. The biggest problem that we had was the the evil triumvirate, as I call it. It was the U.S. Attorney's FBI working with the Florida Bar, working with the Tampa Tribune, uh, the, the St. Pete Times at the time, Tampa, T- Tampa Bay Times. Right. Because of that connection, we could never, ever fully present the truth to the public right. because we, if we did, we risked being indicted, we risked being disbarred, we risked, and, and they were controlling the narrative the whole time through uh, the Susan lady at the at the Tampa Bay Times. Oh, yep. what was that girl's name? Hallie? She's still there. Oh, fuck. The one that we hate. Malone? Not, no, not Mary Jo Malone. No, Susan. <clears throat> Susan Carlton. Carlton. Yeah, Sue Carlton. Yeah, Sue, Sue Carlton. Carlton. Yeah. They were controlling the narrative through her because she was best friends with Phil because he had done work for them for so long. Which is completely unethical. Well, uh, let's not from, forget, a journalistic, from a journalistic standpoint. But hold on, yeah. let's not forget that Phil should have been disqualified and not even been allowed to represent 
Brennan, there, there's the other point right there. That was a huge conflict of interest that Judge Arnold let go forward, which I still to this day, every attorney I talk to about this is like, how did that ever happen? It shouldn't have. Uh, how did that ever happen? And the FBI interviewed me, and this is where the me being sequestered, <laughs> Judge Arnold's ruling kind of came back to help me. So the FBI calls me to interview me about this case. And guess what I tell them? Call Judge Arnold. I was sequestered. And when they called me back, they were like, well, we were able to confirm that, and your phone records confirmed that you weren't in contact at that time. I go, thank you. Yep. (laughs) That's it. I talked to the FBI, and they completely wrote down exactly opposite what I said. (laughs) (laughs) They did. I talked to the FBI, and they're like, "Uh, so, uh, did Hogan know that you were taping? And I go, well... I don't know, but he lived in my house for three months, and everybody knows I, you know, have cameras and shit. So they're like, okay, and then they fucking talk about some other shit, but they 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 write it down with Bubba said uh, yeah. one hundred percent that uh, Terry knew that he had cameras. Complete advice to everybody out there: if you are ever in a position where an FBI agent wants to interview you, have counsel and make sure that counsel is taking copious notes contemporaneous notes with what you're saying because this is how they get people false they pencil state, whip you. It, well yeah so this is why the fbi interviewed us and not the u.s attorney i can make false statements to the u.s attorney i i i don't have to tell the u.s attorney truth there's a statute that prevents me from making false statements to a law enforcement officer, yep. which an FBI agent is. So, so when that's what Martha Stewart got convicted. Yeah. I was just getting ready to say that. Martha Stewart didn't go to jail for insider, insider trading. trading. She yep. went to jail for being just, just honest to an FBI agent, so, which, which you're trying to get me on. Which, how dishonest was she versus what they interpreted her testimony to be? First of all, all these interviews should be recorded. Yeah, absolutely. There's no and they reason. won't let you do did, it, will they? Nope. Did, did you know in Martha Stewart's case, and I'm not a fan of her, so this is not even me sticking up for her. Did you know in her case that her defense was able to prove that the FBI was lying? on the stand and she still got convicted wow yeah i do yeah. recall that now yeah. listen if it, it, brian if you're getting questioned by the fbi and you're like you know i'm gonna turn my phone on right here and i'm gonna record this just for my own safety don't i i i think that they don't allow that do they i i don't well they typically bring you into their building and you're not allowed to record in there so brian's a, an attorney and i'm not i just want to preface this by saying this but i my advice but I you would, play one on the radio I, yeah i play one on the radio and i'll this is the and you were my personal one too. Yeah, well is the, is not to talk this is the street <laughs> advice my street advice is do not ever answer questions from any law enforcement officer from the fbi all the way down just say attorney no, no mine is when you're you're you have attorney an attorney present so in my case i was proffering testimony to avoid they were threatening me they said if you do not talk to us we are going to arrest you essentially well see we, so we we're putting we're putting it before the grand jury you're going to get indicted so federal is much different so here's yeah. what they did to me in the hog case is um they came to the radio station and the the receptionist was like the police are here to see you and i was like uh how about no i called kevin kevin calls the state attorney's office and the police have to bring subpoenas so Kevin's like, listen, they can't use anything that you give them under subpoena against you at trial. So Kevin's like, go ahead and tell them everything. Kevin sat there with me in the general manager's office when the police interviewed me. You know what they did? They turned around and used everything I said against me at trial. We even had a Castigar hearing in front of Judge Figueroa to exclude all that evidence. And guess uh, he was like, no, fuck off. They can use it. I was like, Kevin. And Kevin was like, well, we have an appellate issue. I'm like, well, a lot of good that Great. fucking does. Thanks. Yeah. Great. So you can appeal so, it while I'm locked up. So I'm up. like, Kevin, so what I should have done was now, said, Brent, do you I know, don't answer questions. Brent, yep. do you know that, I don't know if you know this, but um, Stephen J., Kevin Hazlett, Norm Canella have all told Greg Herring 
have all told me that behind closed doors, Mark Ober told Clear Channel, if you fire Bubba, this all goes away. Yep. I knew that. Absolutely. And so if they fired, did you know that, Brian? That's tortious interference with a business relationship, Absolutely. by the way. I know, but, they, but that, I mean, there was, and, and, there, and that's a lot of very astute, very, I mean, that is a lot of. We can get philosophical a, yeah, about I mean, no, this. But that's a lot but I didn't of very, say, very. If you fire him, all this goes away. I just nearly was suggesting. If he yeah. goes that, on a long time vacation, that yeah, yeah. Bubba presents a problem to you guys, and this problem could be solved. Yes, they they they, they came to Kevin and they offered me like a, a stupid lesser charge. No, no, like hold on, interference Brent. Interference with wildlife. No, 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 Brent. You don't even know this. They they came to Kevin and offered you fishing without a license. Yes, that's what it was. Fishing without a license yeah. and a $50 fine yes. if I pled guilty. And uh, Kevin goes, let me go ahead and talk to my client. Oh, no, I don't need to. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no. We're, 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 this was literally um, the day of closing. Yeah. And they, came, they, they knew that, that they, they were fucked. Lost. And they, yeah. had gone to, they went to Kevin and said, will your client take fishing without a license? And a fifty dollar fine. And a fifty dollar fine, and like you know, two yeah, hours they don't of community like losing. service. They don't like losing. Yeah, I said, I, how about no? Yeah, <laughs> fishing without <laughs> a license. I didn't even have a fishing pole. I was on a cell phone. <laughs> Prince, I hate fishing. Yeah, I'm like, fish. I don't even get on boats for any reason. Listen, guys, I love this. I think the fans love this, and we ought to. I mean, Brent, I'm gonna get with you on your availability on you know bringing you in a few Thursdays or whatever. But if we could maybe fold that into this every once in a while, God, this oh, has been great. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's been great. It really I has. Love, I love you and Brent back together. It's nostalgic. It's fun. It's it's. Uh, the show, I, 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 I had so many compliments today saying the show had a little bit of a different feel, and they loved it. I mean, well, they, you know what's great about it, and and Brent was you know for a while there and he still did it but he did it to a, a lesser extent and and spice kind of filled that void of being the, the counter programmer but not even just counter programming but hold, holding holding everything to account and making you know wh- one thing brent's very focused on is what's true and what what he views is right okay and and i know that about him he's very principled and you know he does he does that with you he he he's learned i think over the years to tone it down with you a little bit yeah, uh, but a bit aggressive before but but, but i was a bit Brent, Brent goes i was a bit aggressive before <laughs> but that is one thing he's always like it, done like it's a th- like that's something your therapist taught you to say brent you that's know a, so, I, was, I was a bit aggressive before. you can you can say what you want about brent but he's not a hypocrite and he and he does stand up for what he thinks is right and and so sometimes I, to a flaw, but, but to, you make know, that. a lot of people do that to their own des- de- their own detriment. You know, principles. I always say principles are really expensive and difficult to, to keep you and know. to stay principled. It can cost you a lot of money and it can cause you a lot of grief and it's a lot of work. But well, Brent and I also feed off each other really well. He knows me. You know, he worked. He's been on the air with me as long as any probably probably Brent. You have the longest. Well, next to Manson. Yeah. The longest tenure. And you, well, know, you have a chance to beat that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cl- your clock started to back up, Matt. Like, so, but, but Brent, when you when you did rate when you did some radio with me today, did it bring back old times a little bit? Like, yeah, because I mean, you've done a lot of radio since me. Yes, and here is uh, I I like I love doing the show because it's a more rounded picture. Uh, uh, that you get when right. you talk when I talk on your show than any other show that I've ever been on. Every other show I've ever ever been on, you get a very small slice of what I am, and on your show, I, there's more of a no. We get balanced picture. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I unlike any other. I don't want a whole. I want to know it all, and no answers wrong. And I don't right. going to tell well, you what you, to say. You, and, and I'm not going to speak Let it badly rip, rip. of it, but you know, you you played a role. On, on the other show that you were on, and you played it well, 
but you, you were you were typecast into a role that you had to a lane that you kind of had to fill. Yeah, and it's and, and it's, it's on that show. If you're talking about Howard show, it's it's because of the way their system is set up. Their system is set up for very the, structured. It's structured, and there's a whole bunch of people, and and it is overthinking a, and overcooking the stew, right? And it is a meritocracy. Like so, we all bring your stuff to to the people that make the the gatekeepers, and the gatekeepers want the most extreme stuff gets on the air. So right. once I figured out the way to get on the air is the the most extreme stuff that's what i started doing i had plenty of other stuff that i submitted and it would make it into the packet but howard will gravitate to the most salacious stuff which which i get i can't yeah, even compre- the, i can't even wrap business, my head around you know? getting a packet and fucking, <laughs> i mean i can't even wrap my head around i just wing it like i never longed and i got some really talented people that i put around me and and let's just just let it rip buddy let's not overthink it let's just fucking let it rip i like that better i really it, do it's more organic it feels more natural it doesn't feel forced but then what would happen was when I would get into the studio with Shuli or with Ronnie or with Sal and Richard though, and, and, or Benji, those those people and Mamet, those people, we would kind of take it in a direction that wasn't right. into the package. Kind of like more like I do. Yeah. And then Howard would go with us like he would like he would actually go there. And Robin's here's why Robin's the best is because she knows good radio. She is. And she knows how to keep a good bit going. And she knows how to help shift focus when Benji tries to get you off into the weeds. Right. 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 She's really good at that. Now, when you went and worked at these other franchises, did uh, again, I I got to thank Brent for 13 years. You know, I was your mentor. I you, oh, you yeah. learned you. I think you pretty much learned radio my way. Correct. And you know, my my way is probably a lot different. But yet, is my way as good as the big timers? Is my way uh, rudimentary? Is my way like you know you? What's what's my technique like compared to the big boys? Well, first of all, you are there. You are up there with the best radio talent in the country as far as being great on the air. For, that's there is no question about that. There are very for few, real for, for real. I'm, I'm Mount, gonna, I'm, Mount I'm, Rushmore top I'm gonna be, five. I'm, right? I'm gonna be, yes, I'm going to be completely honest with you. You are one of the. best. I'm going to give you a ride home either way. But How, right Howard home. Stern, Phil Hendry, Bubba. Yeah, if you're talking about people that are living, I would put all three of those those names in there right because they're all unique and they're all do their thing but you are one of the best but here's here's what your show has there are layers to your show so the average guy swinging a hammer can get into it because you represent that guy right um the the, the smart people like like you the, and brian and, 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 and you know, you've got dan diaco and jay diaco right, and brian right and there's a layer kevin hazel kevin hazel there's a layer for people Regina, that, are, that, yeah. that are smart and there's also this there's this Outside the mainstream view that gets discussed here that is not okay, like it doesn't even matter, Sirius XM, there's a certain lane that you have to stay in. And you allow for thoughts that are outside that lane. Right. And that's what I find interesting and different and in, in, in is that we can think out, you can think any crazy thought you want and you'll go with it and discuss it. Even if you don't agree with it, you'll make fun of the person, you'll make it a bit. But there's not this tight lane that corporate America makes you stay in. And then I think the only other thing, the only other difference I would say, Brent, in, in, in knowing who you've worked for and what I do and what they do is that I think that I am the one one of the only hosts that allowed to be the brunt of the joke. Like, you know, like like yeah. you oh, know, yes. like most of the others don't let aren't nearly as self-deprecating as I am at all. And, and I think that's what gives me a little bit of my charm, I think. And here's the other thing that this is what you... And really, I'm stupid, but I make it funny. <laughs> You're dumb like a fox. Here's here's what's the other thing that you should be really commended on as we sit here today in this environment that we sit here today. You are, of my mentors, 
which I would count Brad as one. Yeah. I would count Mark as one. Yeah. You. Randy. Uh, Randy. Um, Howard, for sure. Uh, Fred, all these people. Of all these people that I learned radio from, you are literally the only one that has not abandoned your radio philosophy. Yeah. Everybody else has abandoned their radio philosophy. And now I get their reasons for it. There are, there, we all have reasons. But you have stuck to this philosophy like you know what guys 2554 are into and like and how to present it. And you're fucking amazing at it. And it's funny and it's interesting and it's compelling. And there's human drama and there's real emotions in it. There's all that stuff. And that is what has been taken out of our business because everybody's afraid of losing their job. Yeah. And you know what? Radio has dummied itself down. Joe Rogan would have been just as brilliant on KLOS as he would have been as an independent podcaster, had regular radio yep. given Joe a chance instead yep. of sticking their head in the sand and wanting to stay away from controversial topics because you might get 14 mean tweets from some fucking one, one from one, you know, sock bucket, butt deal. Exactly. Well, it's, exactly. it's so funny because they went the exact opposite of the way society went, you know, social media. Yes. We, we, we can't talk about things and there's certain things you can't say in a corporate setting, but the only thing that gets people to listen and engage are extreme or outside the box uh, opinions and thoughts and and, right. and actions. I think Joe Rogan is having conversations with everybody at a level like our levels are way more raised than he gets on his show. It is a calm conversation that he has with people from far left to far right and everybody in between. Right, and he, he is pissing people off. This is kind of a bit, a bit of brilliant comedy when you think about it. He's pissing people off by just having conversations. Right, that he's not which, supposed to have. Which just goes to show you how uptight. Right, you know, and he's not even available on your local FM or AM dial. You have to seek out. You know, he's Spotify. An, he, he's an yeah. Opt-in kind of guy, right? Yeah. He's such a genius because did you hear what he did last week? I would never have Trump on my show, ever. And because he was getting typecasted as being so right and, and so right, and he was losing left leftist viewers. But, but, and so now, now what did he do? He said, no, I would never have no, him he, on. No, he's like, they, they've reached out to me several times, and I've said no. I, 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 said, I don't no, want to help, I don't that guy. have him on. Now he just gained, gained yeah, he listeners is. and viewers Joe, from, from the left. Joe's brilliant. We had him on the air that one time. He's a fan, he was a fan of the show back then. And, oh, yeah. And I'm waiting, to, I'm waiting to play that Joe Rogan card when I have something to promote. And, uh, and I think, I, Brent, I really do think that when I do have something to promote, I think Joe would put me on. Oh, he absolutely would. He, he, he would be fascinated to have you on. And he is up for however long the conversation goes. He's, he's right. there to sit there, and you can have as much time as you want to explain yourself. And I think that's another thing that people, the CNNs and the MSNBCs and the Fox News of the world, get mad at him about. Because they've got to put, every, form. They've got to put everything into a 12-minute Blocks Box. so they can get to the Pfizer commercials. He right. doesn't have to. Kiss right. He doesn't have to kiss Pfizer's ass. He has. To, he gets to have a, a long. His interview with Eric Snowden is so informative because it's two hours, and Snowden can actually explain to you the whole deal, beginning to end. And Joe talks to him in a very calm way. That's not what the media wants. They want short sound bites that make you angry. That's right. what they want. And now they're mad at Joe Rogan because he's got 13 million people and CNN's got 500,000. How how bad is CNN right now? They are, their ratings are terrible. And you know what? CNN fucked themselves, man. They're, C, CNN would have been way popular right now if Trump would have won, right? Because they, they, got, they got a boogeyman. Right. It's, it's the truth. And C, Am CNN's, I right, O'Brien? I mean, like, they, no, it's they, true. They, they would have, they'd be number one if but fucking Trump was in there. CNN's real problem is that MSNBC goes to the left of them. Well, when you're in the center, you, you don't get the passion. 
You don't get the you're beige. You, yeah, you're beige. You know, that's the thing. You know, that's what's interesting about Fox News and why uh, if if Newsmax and OAN and all of them were more readily available, Fox's numbers would take a hit yeah. because those channels are more, those stations are more extreme. More to the extreme. Yeah. 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 So CNN's actually hurt more than anything else by the existence of MSNBC and, and their ability to, to draw viewers away from them with a little bit more of a leftist approach to their coverage. CNN tries to be in the middle and be beige. Like he's, like Brent said, that CNN Plus is probably one of the biggest failures in the history of media. Yeah, it really is because they thought that they had an audience and they, they nobody, that's, CNN is I I was laughing. Yeah. I was laughing when I saw. I was like, nobody's going to fucking pay for that. Never, never. Nobody. This well, when your network's when your network when your network's yeah. in trouble, your plus service is going to be in trouble, right? Yeah. But they were buying that their tweets were getting interaction and their personalities were getting interaction, but they're, they're not. It's bots. It's why Elon won't purchase Twitter. He knows the reality for Twitter. Twitter's interactions are well. First of all, they're about eighty percent driven by bots. The actual conversation and dialogue but when you take the bots out i'm guessing that 40 to 50 percent of the active users of twitter are are bots or fake or fake yeah spoof well, accounts i remember in closing i remember one time god bless his soul rest in peace rush limbaugh i heart was flipped the fuck out that you know rush was losing these huge accounts chevy you know uh you know, just huge ford you know, McDonald's, Mercedes-Benz, you know, all these huge accounts Rush was losing because there was this, you know, these tweets that were going out and, uh, you know, like a tr- trolling, trolling yeah. Rush and his, and, and, his, and, and, and the clients and then things like that. iHeart did a forensic, like a, a like a big time forensic like uh, a, a, a accounting. Yeah. And there was in the after it was all said and done, it was 36 accounts being ran by nine people. Yep. And it and it was making people like Mercedes and big time, huge you know multi million dollar co- uh, companies you know rethink being on Rush, on nine people's thirty six account. Yep, opinion. And, and if you do it, there's you can do it um, with getting VPNs and what's called e SIM cards for your phone, and you can send those tweets what looks like from different parts of the country, which will make it go viral faster. Yeah, yeah, great. That's the last thing I need. <laughs> Hallie, I got to take you home. Yeah, Brian, yeah. you probably got about four or five cases. I've got a lot do. of work to do. Uh, yeah, but today <laughs> has been great. And let's, I'm going to sandwiches. It's funny that you're doing the chicken sandwich review. Oh, wait now. till you see it today. I had a guy that fucking, oh my I God. I heard you tease it this morning. Oh, he was a dick. He, he sounded cool on the on the drive through, and then I guess he he turned on you. He didn't huh? really yeah, want to yeah. be a superstar. He, no, did, he, didn't he, want he, he wanted no, to be an African American woman and guy, they both. Like man, I want motherfucking be on TV. They want to be a superstar. Yeah, they did. They started yelling out worldwide, worldwide, world star, world, world, star, star, world, world star, star, world star. That's a great uh, website. Uh, listen, I'm right, you're wrong. Has officially been renamed. That we're all called. It's listen, right or left, we're all fucked. Yeah, that's it. With a uh, sandpaper condom. And, and uh, yeah, with a sandpaper no condom. Lube. And uh, we'll do this again soon, Brent. Thank you. I know it's been a super long day that's for a, you. Brent. That's okay. It's a. It's been fun. I really like this discussion. These. This is the type of discussion that I really get. It can get into. Yeah. And, this and, gets my juices flowing. This this is the stuff I miss in this world is being able to have these discussions with somebody who's and not I, just going to shut you down enough, and scream and yell at you or call enough, you names. Oddly yeah. enough, you guys are about 
80% in agreement. Well, we're on the social side. If we went on to the economics and, and, and a few other issues, I'm sure we would have quite a bit. But we, you know what is? Yeah, I mean, you guys are swinging from each other's nuts today. Well, it's, if we got into Keynesian economics versus the Austrian school and you got into the gun control, I would pro- we would probably disagree quite a bit. Oh, yeah. You know what? Can we say that one for next time? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Thank you guys so very like, much. I love Austrian school girls. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys in a few weeks.